Hello. Oh, hello. Hi, Dale. How you doing? Hello. How, How are you, you doing? I'm great. I like the hair. Thanks, man. I did it just for you. It looks really good. <laughs> I can hear myself through your speaker. Top. What's that? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I can hear you. I can hear myself through your speaker. Oh, can you? It's like echoing. Is yeah. It? Yeah. No, now, not now. It stopped. That's good. We want to make sure that uh, that it's working properly, that you're not distracted <laughs> by weird echoes. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. So happy 200. Yeah, I opened this you. just for you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers to the lens. <laughs> oh, you got a coffee? Bring the coffee. Yeah. Nice. I've been off the booze. Why? Just uh, kind of an experiment. <laughs> yeah, Joey was saying that in Revelstoke. He's not drinking either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know yeah, why. I'm, I'm going to try to do the whole year. Just Oh, really? Not drink. Yeah. Holy fuck. That's a long time of no drinking. Especially when you love drinking like I do. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a long good. time. Yeah. Coffee's but. a good substitute, though. Coffee is a good sub- substitute. You definitely find yourself drinking a lot more coffee when you're not drinking alcohol. Yeah. You gotta. Rep- you gotta. If I'm not drinking, I'll I'll drink coffee. Yeah, you gotta have some kind of thrill in life. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Even if it's it's, just a, it's a definitely cup of coffee. a bites. Yeah. Yeah. You Gives you just, a little buzz. Yeah. Just gotta catch a buzz. <laughs> can't just not be a is not that, have that a buzz. I I guess yeah. You, everyone needs something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you're you're coming to us from Calgary, Alberta. Yes. Canada. Calgary, Alberta. Canada. Eh. You've been rocking it in Calgary for quite a while. Oh, like, I guess eleven years now. Wow. Yeah, because I moved here from Saskatchewan. I think I don't even remember when now. It had to have been 2004 then. I guess right. That yeah. would make sense. The math is right. <laughs> So you basically you you basically started rollerblading in in like the shittiest place that you could possibly start rollerblading in. Whereabouts in Saskatchewan? Saskatoon. Saskatoon, legit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just like so, like where Richie's from, it's like two hours north. Right. It's, yeah, so we would all skate together. Weird. Yeah, yeah. That's strange. It's kind of weird. I I saw Dustin do his first handrail. Really? Yeah, it was the ugliest Mizzou you've ever seen in your life. Holy shit. But it was amazing. And then all of a sudden he was able to, like, torque it, like, not even a year later, and just do whatever he wanted down it. It was quite weird. Weird. I guess skating with someone that good all the time, like, you just get good, you know, so much faster than if you were to just skate around mediocre people. Oh, for sure. So, like, that guy skating with Richie all the time must have just, I don't know. Shot something in his head that he knew what he just watched him and learned how to do it. He yeah, got exactly. so good. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. How good that kid got. And so quickly. Yeah, like it, it was, yeah, really weird. It's like I saw, like I said, like we, I can't even remember how we met them. It was like, through, remember like crew days? Yeah. And everyone had the GeoCity websites and stuff. Yeah. And I think Richie found them randomly. Like they had like their favorite skater was Richie and. It was on this really cheesy website. I can't remember the name of their crew or whatever, but somehow they ended up meeting, and they, and that's kind of how they came into play, like Devin and and uh, Dustin. 
And then, yeah, they were just like the Groms. And then they just, I don't know, Richie started hanging out with them all the time. And, like, look how good Devin got, too. He was yeah. so good. Yeah, really good. Just ridiculous. Yeah. And then Varen. Dan Varen. Yeah. Richie's little he was uh, protégés. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they, it was and almost so. advantageous for them He's... to start later on. Like. Yeah, it was, yeah. All of us guys that started like way back when, we just came at it with these weird, these these weird preconceptions <laughs> that things are difficult. Like, yeah, like we, no, that makes we've sense. got yeah. it in our head like, oh, a back torque, like that's like a hard trick. And yeah, <laughs> like for Dustin, that was just like, no, it's not. That's like what you learn, yeah, to start doing. I don't know. Yeah, because he like grew up when that trick was doable. Remember, like Team yeah. Paradise had that T-shirt of. The guy doing, like, it was like a cartoon, him sitting on his torque foot and then, like, doing a rocket torque. Oh, and, like, yeah. and that's, like, when they were, like, I don't know if you remember that T-shirt by Team Paradise, but it was, like, that was when they were, like, first conceived after Farvig Nugans. And then they were, like, everyone was, like, no way could you do this trick, you know? And then all of a sudden yeah. people are doing, like, kink rails and stuff. And it was like that even for backslides. I remember Matt Manns did a backslide through a kink in, like, what was it, BG4 or something like that? or yeah. I can't, I can't remember what video it was, but yeah, it was just like, where is this coming from? And now it's just commonplace almost, you know? It's such yeah. a weird thing to grow up seeing that and then the way it is now. And then these guys don't get to see that. I wonder. Yeah, it makes, makes people not appreciate it as much maybe. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Maybe, yeah, but, but it also makes it like easier for them to learn. Yeah, it way. does. Yeah. They it's like evolution, it I guess. It's yeah. Right from the beginning, that's possible. Yeah, like that's okay. This is how you do it. Oh, I see you doing it. That means it's doable. Yeah, because no one wanted to. What's that? Fars didn't even exist. Yeah, I remember like. Beginning. I think the first one I ever saw because I like had a hiatus from skating for a few years when I moved to Saskatchewan because I lived in like a small town outside of Saskatoon, and I kind of stopped skating here and there and then until I met Richie and them. But I remember like watching. I think it was uh, better than drugs or wasn't that the video? Um, I think it was better than drugs, right? And it had like John Abina and stuff like that in it. And I remember seeing who's the who's that big tall guy who was like a child molester. What was his name again? <laughs> what, what was that guy's name? The and I saw him molester? do. A, yeah, I remember the big black skater. Azikwe? No, not Azikwe. <laughs> what the hell was his name? Sean Unwin would know this instantly. Um, Anyways, like, oh, not Action Jackson. No, 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 no. Yeah, oh, he's from the Bay. From the bay. Oh, I can't remember his name now. It's gonna that's gonna drive me insane now. Like old school. Old school, like oh. better than drugs. Did he do back torques all the time? Robin, yeah, and he was was his Robin? Yeah, was, oh my god, what the hell is his name? Man, oh now that's gonna drive me nuts. Anyways, he was the first first person I ever actually seen like hold a fart. And that was like when I came so, back wait, into wait, 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 what, wait, what is he actually a child molester? Yeah, apparently this guy, like, <laughs> got caught for, like, maybe it was child porn or something. It was some shit. Like, he got, he's in jail, I guess. Like, what was his name, though? Robin something, wasn't it? Yeah. Or maybe there was, was a Robin. Robin in there. Yeah. And he had, like, not and very he was, good like, style, he had, like, right? that. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, super tall, typical style like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just gigantic. Oh, man, that's going to jerk. We're going to figure it out at the end yeah. of this podcast, I'm well, sure. Well, that's the good thing sometimes, so, like. People will leave it as a comment, like if no, if we can't mm -hmm. think of it, someone will know this, yeah. this child molesting uh, rollerblader. 
I don't know if I can. Okay, no, no, no. I don't know anything about this child molesting thing, and I don't know if Dale is a very reliable source. So yeah, no, I, uh, if I, this I guy is listening and he's Edmund not a child molester, and he's sitting there like, what the? <laughs> I don't know like, child hate, molester. I'm gonna I'm gonna get hate mails now. Yeah. from random people. No, I, I swear I heard this rumor somewhere. He had some some trouble with the law. Hmm. Yeah. Kind of, uh, I, I guess it's like Jeff Frederick and stuff too. Like that's pretty wild. How he went to jail for that drug ring? Did he? Did you didn't know about this? Actually, I kind of. I think I did. Yeah. It's recently. like he had apparently the large, one of the largest uh, marijuana rings or something ever in like the United States, and it was like him, some people, some people from Philadelphia, and it's some guy from California or some shit. This was a long time ago. I read this article, but yeah, apparently he's in jail for good, I guess, which is like sad. Dude is rolling in, in money jail too. For good. Yeah, like I think so. Like I think he's gone. If you look it up, like if you Google it, like, like they there's threw definitely. Key. But I think there's so. No key. Yeah, yeah. It was so long ago I read this, but that's sad. Yeah, man. That's horrible. That's horrible. And it's just over weed. Jesus. Over weed. Whoa. I mean, the guy was making millions. I'm sure. Yeah. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. He hurt some people, maybe not him per se, but I'm sure like there's some collateral damage, maybe. But I just I can't agree with it when it's weed. Yeah, yeah. But to get that to get far up in, far, yeah. In it, how do you get? How do you to, get there? He probably had to probably kill, had, pop a few pop people. Like yeah, like how do you get to the point where you have like a drug ring? You know, like you have like millions of dollars of drugs being smuggled across like. The country. How do you get these connections? Like, and, know, and being like a rollerblader, like yeah, to yeah. that. Like, didn't he blow glass for a long time or some shit? Like maybe, but, but like being a rollerblader, it would be a good way to get into or to start a drug ring because you just know so many people like in different places. That's true. Like if you were in the like states, you, like you'd have friends in like New York, all the major cities. That's true. And if you could that's get them point. working for you, yeah. Then yeah, I guess you just meet lots of people, and sooner or later you're going to find someone who can hook you up. Well, that's maybe that's, what we should do as rollers is like fund it through like drugs, a crazy drug right. ring. Yeah, and, and then make money. Get in on it, and, it, and yeah, yeah. We should almost be mad at Jeff Frederick for not throwing in money to rollerblading all these millions he made. It's true. I think we should be it's mad true. at him. Yeah. Should send him a, a letter. <laughs> well, there's no infrastructure for for donating money. Is the problem we need like a a, a global kind of like a, roller- a government kind of rollerblading government that like collects taxes. Like yeah, you're a roller and you get really rich. Like you're taxed a certain percentage <laughs> from the rollerblading government, and then we disperse the funds like to the impoverished <laughs> among us. Among- <laughs> So every pro rollerblader? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All the people who should be making money and that aren't. <laughs> Quite a few you know, pros there. You that know, can something use funny it. I was thinking about? I'm just speculating I'm just, here, but I would not be surprised to learn that Chris Haffey Chris made Haffey. like in the ballpark of 50 grand off his latest uh, Sorry, you, VOD. VOD. Yeah, like I, I don't speculate. know. I think... Yeah, but I was but thinking they, about it. I'm like, there's probably like ten thousand people out there that are willing to download that to pay like five bucks. Yeah, like, 
like I mean, like I did it. The second it came, I buy almost every VOD. Yeah. Like, and a lot. Of I, I don't like. I, I'll try it out if I like them. I'll buy them again from the same editor or yeah. whoever, right? And, yeah. Yeah. And a big name I, like Haffy. Yeah. Like he's like, probably like he's Nitro one of the, mo- the most well known. Yeah. Ten thousand or yeah. more people downloaded that. Yeah. And there's sure. like and then like low overhead. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I want like I'm sure like because when I sell music on Bandcamp, the way it works is like it's free to like set it up. Maybe it's like I don't know how self self selfie is that what it's pronounced? I don't know selfie selfie. So, yeah. And because they're all typically using that, right? And then. So I don't know if it's similar, but when I do it on Bandcamp, every hundred dollars that I make, I think they get ten. So it'd be like you make a hundred, and if you don't make over a hundred, you keep that hundred, and they make nothing. But after that hundred, they take the next ten bucks or something like that of sales. So like if you had your CD up or your music up for ten bucks for the album, ten people buy it, you'd keep that hundred, and then the next person to buy it that goes to Bandcamp, and then the next ninety. Ninety dollars or hundred dollars, sorry, you'd get so, and then they get every ten dollars after a hundred. So like that's why a lot of music, like the labels, are kind of just dead, right? Sort of like DVDs or any like like those companies that would put out DVDs and stuff. Like they're just there's no point to them. You don't need it anymore because you can just do it yourself. Like these websites exactly. don't take much. Yeah, it's way cheaper. Oh yeah. So yeah. to like fifty grand, so like ten percent of that is five grand, right? Yeah, and that's all you're losing. Like that's ridiculous. It's like all he, all he had to do is skate for a couple of months, and he if he made that much money, he deserves it. And it's like he's set, you know. Yeah, like that's yeah. amazing, and I think it's well deserved. And I, I love this VOD thing. I think it's going to push people to do harder, you know, sure, skate sure. better. It's Whereas definitely I, it's definitely like the future of professional uh, rollerblading. Yeah, or skateboarding, totally. or all those things. It's, it's like. Uh, mm. It's gonna be it's, all about getting street cred and then getting, making money on your on your VODs, yeah. and it's money pretty much directly yeah. into your money. pocket in the pocket of like your pocket. editor. It really is, yeah. And and like at some point, there you know you you could almost get away with even having a sponsor that's paying you. You know, like you yeah. you it, it could get to the point where you wouldn't need one necessarily. It would just no. be extra no. income at that point. Exactly. And the only reason they'd be sponsoring you is to get their name on that video. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. especially like a yeah. skateboarder or a skier or something like that. They would make so much money just off that one section. And then like the sponsors are just extra money sending them around. But it's not, it's almost not even necessary anymore because of the way media is now when you think about it. Like exactly. I've never thought of that before, but yeah, it makes kind of, it makes sense. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's weird really hearing exciting. people like complain about this shit. Like, do you have anything better to complain about yeah, VOD? Yeah, that's retar- like if you're that's complaining about it, just don't don't download it. Don't yeah. Don't, don't. <laughs> it's the, I, I, it's I just the... don't see the logic behind why would you like oh it's a VOD like why would I pay money for something online that I download um because you watch it still like what does it matter if you have it in your hand or not like yeah. especially for someone like that like rollerblading like you said doesn't people don't make much money you need as little overhead as you can get away with. Yeah. Right, and if that's the best way for them to make money now, like go for it. That's the best way to do it. I get to see better skating, and they're more motivated. So what's the complaint about? I don't know if you read that on BMAG. There was like a big, I don't know, uh, post about it, and people were like saying, like saying, like I just don't like it. Like, is this really <laughs> weird? Like, what are you complaining about? Yeah, it's almost like 
no one has like anything good to complain about anymore. <laughs> you know, like it's just it's just such a weird thing. Yeah, people love to complain. Mm-hmm. If you like, if I mean, you don't like I'm it, complaining then just don't, about them. Don't download it. You don't have to. Yeah. Like <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm a hundred percent. I think it's great. I think people like when Happy puts out that section, it's like he's mm-hmm. he's literally skating for himself. He's not. Yeah. Well, he might. He, he's obviously promoting Rems and and whatever companies that yeah. he's doing it for, but in that like in the context of the VOD he's like completely free pretty much of of all that shit and like you said like he doesn't really it's secondary yeah you know yeah. so so people will actually be skating for themselves yeah in a way like and and also they know that okay so if i get hurt on this no matter as long as long as they didn't get hurt on the first trick they tried or something shitty like that yeah. they know that if they're they're willing to you know bust themselves just because they know they're going to get a decent amount of money out of this. So if something is bad to happen and they can't work because they broke their ankle, well, they have this money, like a, a huge sum of money that they get in their pocket. And I'm sure that they don't even, like, I know that, like, a label I dropped some music on, they, they kind of got shafted and, like, in the end they started selling so much, but they didn't have to pay taxes for a long time because it's kind of smaller. It's like niche, you know, type of music. And then, so I'm sure it'd be similar to them. Like they're not paying taxes. I'm, 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 I'm thinking. Like I'm, like, like you said, I'm, you're, I'm just speculating as well. But yeah, like that's so they could come after you. But like chances are kind of slim that they're going to come after some rollerblader. Yeah. For some taxes that they owe, like you know, five grand worth of taxes or something, right? And so that's like the only thing they need to worry about really. So other than that, they get this large sum of money, and they can just chill out if they got hurt. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of worth it for them to it, bust. It makes bust it out. more worth it for sure. Yeah, like I'm sure Shima made a decent amount off of his VOD, especially like because he shattered his heel. Probably a lot That's of people downloaded say. it just because they're yeah. like, "Man, I gotta see Shima shatter his heel." <laughs> yeah, it's fucking well, dark that as that like, is. Yeah, no, I wanted to see that too. And like, what did he do to try to like to break his heels? Like yeah. he broke his heels but what did he do to do that and i that was actually one of the arguments on there one of these people were saying something along the lines of like yeah that doesn't make sense like skaters aren't going to go harder they're just this is just a way for them to make money or something like that and i'm like yeah that's why shima broke his like heels just to like make some like cash off blading but like that's how hard he pushed himself and how old is he now like he's got to be around our age yeah and he's jumping off silos <laughs> you know what i mean like like you're jumping off a fucking silo. Like that doesn't make sense to me. And you broke your heels. Like no, they're not going to push themselves at all. Give me a break. They are because yeah. they're going to make some cash. Exactly. Which they deserve. Well, yeah. Hey, if if people are willing to pay for your product, then one hundred percent you deserve the money. And that is their product, right? Yeah. Like literally, their that's is their themselves. product. Yeah, it's their skating. Even, like that's they're selling themselves. Yeah, even people that don't go insanely huge like the Kelso brothers like yeah. those guys have worked so hard to to become who they are yeah and like they could base they could put out VODs like every like four or six months and I'd buy they it make they could make decent money and they could do that they could they could yeah. actually do that for a living it is possible they could yeah because they're not without killing even, themselves yeah without without even support from sponsors 
yeah. they could make a living. So it it, yeah. it it turns the whole thing on its head. Like it's it does. It's actually yeah. quite interesting. It really is, yeah. Because like when we were young, like if you actually wanted to pursue rollerblading as some kind of career or make some money off of it, what did you do? You sent videos to sponsors. Sponsor me tapes. Say like, yeah. <laughs> look, I'm really good. And you get um, like, hook me up with some product and like, you know, it's it's actually really a, a kind of roundabout, kind of not a very efficient way of of going about it. This yeah. is so direct. It is, yeah. It's so like, like here's your money in your po- in your PayPal, like boom, yeah. done, boom. And yeah. even for for younger kids that maybe they don't have much of a name built up, they yeah. can they're fr- anyone's free to to do it. And you might not get many downloads the first time, or you might put out a whole, whole bunch of free stuff. Yeah, and then you'll build up some kind of following where people people dig whatever you're doing. And yeah, then... that's the yeah. It's the internet's a crazy thing. Well, when when crazy. Richie filmed that Vancouver edit, right? Because he did it with Danny, and I yeah. spent a week with them at Leon's house because randomly I was there for work, and then I ended up having the week off. So I was like, "Well, I'll come stay there and we'll hang out." Because I hadn't seen Richie in so long, and neither Danny. So I went and stayed with them and skated around for half that time helping them or doing whatever just watching them skate and do this filming for this shit and we actually like helped that big long bridge rail yeah and i don't know if you've ever been to it it's got like a like a two inch gap like every 15 feet there's like a two inch gap in the metal so like every other day we'd like try to like take like uh uh like what's that stuff that um stuff you'd put on ledges to fix them it's like putty right i know i, I know what you're yeah. talking about but i actually don't know what it actually is like yeah. i've seen it yeah, we tried like multiple times. I can't remember, but it's like it's like supposed to harden really hard and like and you can wax it. But okay. it didn't work. It kept like raining and like being all mushy. So we ended up duct taping those those like those seams in the rail, like just duct tape taping them all the whole way through. Like every fifteen feet, there's like a gap like that big between the rail and this fat rail. So his H block is like hitting it, but it, we duct taped it. Like Whoa. each so thing, like just like wrapping flat. it. Yeah, so that's like he's riding over duct tape, like that's what he's grinding <laughs> over the whole time. Like, it was just ridiculous. But anyway, so we were when we were there, we were actually having the conversation about VODs, and this is just before it all like blew up. And he was kind of like a, not against it, but he was like, you know, like uh, he had a, a pretty cool view on like the opposite side of it. Whereas, yeah, like you make money off of it, but you also don't promote the sport as well. And like he kind of made that a good point true. because. Because he he put his edit out for free, and I think it's one of the most viewed blade sections, especially for our time right now, yeah, ever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's and true. how many people like people are making gifts of his like that long rail and things like. And if that was a a, a VOD, that never would have happened. Like a lot of people probably got into rollerblading because of that, you know. And it's true. so like I, it made a lot of sense what he's saying, but it also there's the other side of the coin where these guys are skating for free next to free i guess right so they need to make something somewhere but also there's the side of promoting the sport whereas some skateboarder 90 percent of them aren't going to buy it you know 90 percent of just like random people they don't care enough to buy montre livingston's video right like right. What, what do they care they don't care about rollerblading in that way they wouldn't even buy a skateboard video you know most of them yeah very so and rare. there's yeah yeah there's just more skateboarders to buy but so it made a lot of sense, but then it was funny because uh, I just heard that he is dropping a VOD now. Richie is so apparently pretty quick here or something. Yeah, well, so. I've had some 
I've had a similar viewpoint in the past. I think for like team videos, Mm -hmm. it's still, I don't, I don't, well, when I say they're free to do whatever and you know, if they, if they can make a little bit of money, then why not? But yeah, I think with a team video, the point is more to like promote your product and to promote role biting in general. So I think Mm -hmm. giving those out for free, um, might be better, but like, it it doesn't bug me when people when when companies choose to put out VODs. It's like yeah. I'll either buy it or I won't. It, it's yeah. not a matter of being bugged. It's like, am I interested enough to pay for it? And I'm I yeah. don't I don't buy all the VODs that come out. Some of them yeah. I'm not interested in seeing, but I yeah. do buy some. Like that's my choice as a consumer. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like... <laughs> no, you have your you have your reasons for buying something. You may not just like the skater. You may not like the editor. You're just not really interested in buying that one. You'd rather save your money for something else. Exactly. Yeah. And it's everyone's choice. And you, people don't have to buy any VODs if they're yeah. not that into it. But, yeah. And they shouldn't. If people aren't yeah. genuinely like, if people can go without it, then don't don't buy it. Yeah. But there's so Obviously. many people out there. Like when something new comes out, like when when a new Kelso video comes out, I'm like, oh, I need to buy that. Yeah. Buy it. Because like Casey Mo was so good. 18 plus was so good. It's like. Yeah, I loved 18 plus. It was really good. I just know I'm gonna get something. That, I that you like, want, yeah. Really chance, and you have probably, a high chance of getting something you like. Oh yeah, and I'm yeah. Go, and I'm probably gonna watch it like 20, 30 times. Yeah, you know, like I did yeah. eighteen plus, like I did Casey Mo. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah, lots worth, of inspiration like, the in there. Yeah, that's so true. And then like I think some like Tim Hortons did it pretty cool. Like I didn't they have it up for pretty cheap when when you bought it, and then they they put it out for free later on. And like I know some people probably get their get all upset about it because like oh I paid for this and then you put it out for free, <laughs> but at the same time it's like I don't have any problem with that because I'm supporting like people that I enjoy watching Blade, and if they put it out for free later so other people can view it and maybe get later like more people into their stuff later on, then cool like well but I don't care that they're like, you know they put it out for money I paid the money and I'm happy I did like they deserved it yeah so if they put it out for free later it's their product they can do whatever they want exactly you know. But yeah. people get like upset about that shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'll just wait. I'll just wait a couple of months till they put it out for free. I'm not paying them money. Like, that's what well, people I notice. A couple of people say that shit. Well, see, that's the thing you have to worry about is if you if you do put out a VOD and then a couple of months down the road you put it online for free, then people might remember yeah. that. And the next time you put yeah. out a VOD, they'll be like, "Oh, I know this guy just puts them out for free like in a month." So, yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah, you'll yeah. get away with it once, then later on, people will just do it for free. Yeah, yeah. But I think KCMO did that too. They did that with KCMO. Did KCMO go online? It's out for free right now. The whole video? Yeah, I'm quite sure. Yeah, yeah I think I so. they did. See, I, I think that's I don't I think that's foolish, to be honest. I think. Uh, really? Well, I can understand that. Like after, you know, you make make your money, then yeah, give it away, but. I think it was I a year think, after. They I still did think that. in in the long, in the long run, like if you think about it in like twenty, thirty years, if it's still for sale, I guess it might not sell that much. Exactly. Like no but, one's buying that thirty years from now. <laughs> but they might possible. watch it online for free. <laughs> you know, it's like with like okay, maybe I was gonna say VG three, but that'd be a bad example. But let's say like just some random, I don't know, skate video from, I don't know what's like a. Thinking of a decent one, 
I, I like I wouldn't buy a, quite a few older videos now, like a second regime video. Like, would you buy that yeah. now? <laughs> you know, like you would you would be like, no, I'm gonna watch that for free. You know, <laughs> like they're gonna put or that just, out. Just not even watch it. Yeah, it's so <laughs> the product is so outdated. It's like it's like a yeah. it's like buying a new computer. <laughs> you know, you want it. You want the best and the newest. It's interesting, not, but is unless is unless it it's nostalgic. Thing? Yeah. Is it the like same thing play, with videos? I guess so. Yeah, because it'd be like playing Oregon Trail, but then you tell some kid who's been only ever played Call of Duty to play Oregon Trail, they're going to be like, this is the worst thing ever. Or like your parents will play Pong and be like, this is the best game, I loved it, because it's just so nostalgic to them, right? Right. But other than that, you aren't watching and caring. Like You show someone like VG3 now, a lot of them would just be like, this sucks. Like Why am I yeah. watching this? You know, Because it's just so outdated. Very true. Yeah. Very true. It's kind of a thing. We're just old and we like what we like. So it's nice to remember our young days and that kind of makes you feel that way, right? Right. But I think like, because I think they waited a year to put it out for free or something. I guess that works. Yeah, because like if, like if you put out a, a video yearly, like, and people like you and I, like you said, the second that video drops, you're like, I want that now. You, right. you, you would not wait a year for it to come out for free. Like, I'll just wait a year till it comes out for free because you're that cheap to pay 10 bucks. Like, I'm sorry, it's who's true, that yeah. cheap? It's true. So I would just give them the money. Yeah, if it comes out a year later, whatever. And that person, like the people who didn't buy it, they probably won't even watch it when it comes out for free. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they don't like it. It's true. They weren't excited enough to pay mm-hmm. 10 bucks for it. So, Yeah. Because, like, it's such a subjective sport. Like, you can't just... That's why people get, like, someone who does something new, like you guys or, or them or Tim Hortons or anyone who's doing something different, they usually get hated on because, you know, they'll, they'll have their lovers and their haters, right? Because right. some people just love to see new things and some people are just used to what they like. Yeah. So, and you can't please everyone, right? No. And the, there's yeah. the flip side to that coin where there's really good role players. That yeah. people just aren't that interested in in paying to watch. Yeah, exactly. Like it's true. It's all. You, it's just a matter of like finding your people. And you yeah. almost have to do that with a lot yeah. of free content. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's um, a lot of things like that. Yeah, you, you. If like if I didn't watch, if I never knew who they were, yeah, I wouldn't buy their stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'd have to see some free stuff of theirs first before anything. Rope you in. What's that, sorry? Rope you in. Yeah, rope me in, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd need that. I'd need so, something. So you do, like, similar things with your music where you uh, sell it online? Yeah, like, I, I've done it. I don't do it very often. Like, usually I just make it for fun. Yeah. And uh, I, I have I have a tape that's, like, um, actually, like, a, it's, like, a label called El Sereno. And uh, I think... I think it's Alpha Pup is like picking them up or something like that, but which is kind of a bigger label. And then these guys are like my me and Culp's friends. Yeah, just we met them through kind of just through music. So it's like internet kind of friends or whatever. And then right. they're gonna make like a. I've already had one cassette out, but this one will be on that. I don't know when though. It's all done and they have it. They just are releasing one other thing. It's like small, right? Like they're. It takes a while because they'll like put out one release and that's it. But other than that, usually I just put it up on Bandcamp, and you can do like donations. Yeah. And, well, actually, when you do it for free, like it just says buy now, but you name your price, and you just put in zero dollars. 
So, but lots of people just end up donating. Like nice. I'll, I'll just put something up for free. I'll make a hundred bucks. Like I don't care. That pays my Netflix for the year. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's appreciated and I'm not asking for money. It's there for free. I do it for fun. I'm not looking for money. So cool. it's just enjoyable for me. How but long, yeah, that's how long have you been making music? Oh, I don't even know now. I guess since 2006, 2007. Wow. That was or maybe 2008. One of those years. Something somewhere in there. It's crazy that 2008 was fun. Like eight years ago. Or seven years ago. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking about that now. It's so weird. Because yeah, 2008 no, but, just sounds like yesterday. Yeah, I know. It's really weird. I, I, I think it might have been 2006, 2007. Yeah. Whenever Culp came here. When Culp came, that's when music kind of started happening. And, <laughs> and you're doing a lot of like electronic music? Uh, I guess you could say that. Like more like just hip hop and uh, uh, like you, you're like not video playing an instrument you're, you're using it yeah I play keyboards and stuff oh, sometimes play, it, play I, I, yeah I sample I play keyboards I do all that type of stuff nothing like no, I don't play strings or nothing like that do you sing? no <laughs> I've, I've, we, me and Culp would try sometimes as a joke but it's just yeah. like the worst thing you've ever heard <laughs> and there's like there's like some of my samplers have like voice transform, transformation and stuff on it so you can like get really funny voices out of it and I'll, I'll like sample my voice and put it in my music and stuff and like just nice. say stupid shit and like make it sound really dumb and stuff you wouldn't even know it was me but <laughs> it's kind of funny like chris cheshire he uh he goes by i think talman i don't even know how you pronounce it but he's like uh really inspired by like like all the old twin galaxy stuff that we did and like and uh this guy his name is uh tk it's tuxedo cayman yeah. And he's like, his music is like, like the beats he has on his SoundCloud, it's like, you can tell it's like TK beats and stuff and cult beats and shit. So it's kind of interesting. And like Sean Kelso used a buddy of mine's song and there is, he goes by Richard in, in KCMO. Colin Kelso's first song is Richard's song. But then I, I told Richard about it and I was like, oh man, like they used your song. He's like, he's like actually pretty hyped on it. Oh, nice. And then, and then uh, even Tim Hortons used uh, a guy from Montreal that we, hang out with his his uh his song from like me and culps and his um we did this like team canada kind of like a a joke album yeah it's just got like a bunch of like i don't know little quotes of like canadians and shit saying stuff and then just to beats and stuff and yeah he used a cult beat is that like the uh, intro song when when, where there's that sample of the like tim hortons and stuff or something like that it was like a tim hortons yeah yeah that was boo young Nice. Young. Yeah. Yeah. And Sean Kels is like a huge fan of that guy and stuff. It's so was that, was that just random that, that Colin liked the music or was it purposely be, because so that he didn't have to pay like royalties on it or something where he could don't know. Richard had no idea that they used it. Okay. So like, yeah, but he didn't care. It's like yeah. promotion for him. Like he thinks it's sick and like he knows that we're into that stuff. So like, he's not going to hate on it. So it's kind of neat. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I guess like I guess when Dustin went out there, and then that like that whole fiasco that happened or whatever. But so I what guess fiasco? what happened, like the, the the whatever Sean Kelso talked about. Oh it on yeah, podcast. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So like all that, whatever the hell, who cares? And uh, <laughs> and uh, so apparently what happened was like Dustin was out there, and I guess Cheshire and Kelso was like uh, just going on about this cult guy. <laughs> 
they, I guess they were just like in love with his album or something like this. And Dustin's like, what do you mean cult? Who's cult? And he's like, some guy from Canada. And he's like, that's my friend. And they like figured out that like they were listening to Culp's music and Dustin was like, that's my friend. Like we went on tour together. Like we, he skates, like they're like, what? Like kind of, I guess like they were kind of really psyched about it or something. I don't know. I don't know much about it. I wasn't there. It was just what Dustin told me, but yeah, it's kind of interesting to like hear that, you know? Cause like we had no idea they listened to any one we knew's music or anything like that. And then all of a sudden I started noticing things and like Sean Kelso would like my friend's stuff and like Sean Kelso and I went and it was him and he's liking like my friend's music and stuff I'm like what is going on here and then Dustin told me that story and I was like wow that's really really weird you know <laughs> that's like just very this, weird yeah and then to find out like Chris Cheshire makes music too is kind of funny too yeah it's like super inspired by that kind of genre of music too so it's kind of interesting yeah and it's, it's really good stuff yeah, it's uh, it's all right. Some people like it, some people don't. It's uh, definitely different. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like try to like push it on anyone really, but people hear it and they like it. Cool. It's flattering. Yeah. I'm kind of. I, I was listening to one of your podcasts with you and Joey, and he was like, "I don't like standing there when, or maybe it wasn't you and Joey, but Joey was saying he doesn't like to like show anything he's done." Like in front of people, you know, like push play and like leave. Like it's it's like that. When he was saying he did, he doesn't go to his premiere. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It was with Kevin Dowling. That's yeah. who it was. Yeah, and he's like, "You're that guy." Yeah, I was listening to that today. But yeah, I was like, it's the same thing, man. Like you're if you're in a car and like you're like someone's like, "Yo, play me something." Like no. Yeah, that's awkward. <laughs> I'm not playing you anything unless it's someone I'm really close to and I'm. And I usually am always like, I'm always uptight about it. Like, oh, you're going to hate it. Like, I don't want you to listen to it and shit. Yeah. It's hilarious. Well, there would be, yeah, that would be like really personal. Music is, like it is pretty personal. Yeah. And so is rollerblading. Yeah. So is rollerblading. I never, why I, I, actually, it's funny. I used to really, <clears throat> back in the, the DVD days, like when we made mm. DVDs, I would like to friend with friends that didn't rollerblade, I would like lend them the dvd yeah and uh now like i never talk about it or yeah encourage people to see it like people find out about it on their own and that yeah. that's fine but i feel really weird like telling people like yo watch watch this video of me and my buddies <laughs> rollerblading yeah. <laughs> yeah i'll show like personal friends and stuff like that but yeah it's good i'll share it once and that'll be it but yeah, actually, it's a, it's quite a personal thing, and I've always like that's what I've respected about you guys skating so much. It's like uh, you really and like Tim Hortons and anyone who's doing something like really that much different. It's like it takes a lot of balls to put something out, whether you think it's people might hate it or like it, you know? Because you, you know, we were I was talking to Joey about it. It's like you have to break some eggs to make an omelet, right? And yeah. You know, you're you're gonna do some gay tricks that some people oh, yeah. aren't gonna like. You're also there's also even though it may not be done it's done differently by you someone might see something different in that and then they learn something new and so it's it's funny like it's such a personal thing and that's like the biggest i think that would be the like so i, I couldn't do that you know like just like try anything and <laughs> record it and then put that out for everyone to see and like you're putting that out and you're like accountable for that you put that out it's up for criticism right now you know and you, you know chances are because it's just so different. Like you're twirling around on one wheel 
Like, you know, like it's like, okay, like someone might say something about that, even though I think it looks cool. But other people aren't. And, and it's like, it yeah. takes a lot of balls to actually just be able to say, screw it. I don't care what you think. This is new stuff. You know, maybe you'll take something from it. Maybe you won't. The next video, there'll be more weird shit. You know, you'll hate it or you'll love it. And that, that takes a lot of balls. That's the only way you can change things. Totally. When you think about it. Yeah, it yeah. is the only way. Mm-hmm. Scary, though. See, it I, that's scary. why I think it's... Uh, when you say it like that, I, I, I guess that's that's why a lot of people don't don't skate like that. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, when it's something's established, you can kind of <clears throat> perfect it, and then when you put it yep. out, it's, it's, some, it's like a... It's standardized, and it's, like, legitimized. Yeah. And yeah, everyone agrees upon the fact that this is acceptable and this is cool and you do it well, you execute it well, you can be confident that mm-hmm. people are going to dig it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like no matter how long you've been rollerblading, if you're trying something new, it's not refined yet, you know, like for the most part, like it can be done in a different way, especially like really outside the box tricks and stuff. And it'll, it'll be refined down the road. Like I think that's your mushroom blading videos. Like the there was one and then two and then the three and all them got like really crazy and like I didn't even really know what was going on anymore. And then all of a sudden, like I always knew like, okay, this will definitely turn into something pretty different, right? And then Big Wheels came out. And I actually, when we were in Vancouver with Richie and Danny, we all watched that together and we were just like, oh, this is amazing. Like it was just, it was so different. And it was almost like all those mushroom bladings like built up into this, big wheels you know like it, it was like you guys were training or getting perfecting what you were learning you know what i mean like right. it was just so raw for that and then all of a sudden it was like finally there it clicked does that make sense yeah t- yeah yeah a lot of the unrefined it was like more, things got more refined yeah and then it actually looked more like you said legitimate like more it was better done and yeah. it was funner, like to watch, because you weren't learning it as much anymore. You were more, you were solid with it. I guess it was exactly. more enjoyable. You could tell how, that you guys were doing it well. Right. Yeah. yeah whether any, like anything like that has to start. It's sort exactly of like right. Listening to like people talk about comedy when when they like yeah. work on new material, like or even yeah. like when people start doing comedy, like they're never really that good. You can tell like someone might mm-hmm. have a little bit of talent, but if they're new, yeah. like it's still like kind of like watching someone work something out. Yeah. And then eventually it gets to a point where where it's really good, but but they would never get to that point if they didn't eat shit on stage like for years. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Exactly. Well, look at rollerblading in the in in the start in the X Games. Look at every soul grind, every trick they did in their big fucking pants <laughs> like a foot past their skates and shit like yeah. they looked like idiots man like i swear to god everyone did airborne like every grind everything they looked so ridiculous and then those tricks that everyone thought were gay from the outside views would be like that shit looks bad because skateboarding had been around for how long at that point so it was pretty refined for the most part at that point of skateboarding yeah and i think skateboarding went through that too because they did all the the Flatland stuff, remember that? And they're like, like, uh, what's that movie, Z Boys or whatever? Like, yeah, a lot of that was really unrefined and not good looking, but it's all got to start somewhere. And yeah, like, if if you if there's not anyone putting that type of stuff out, taking one for the team, I guess. Yeah, 
you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like just putting themselves out there and, and you know, like that, that takes a lot of balls. You can't, that's right. one thing you can't take away from you guys. That's for sure. And Tim Hortons and stuff, well, especially those guys yeah. are doing it different too. You know, for like, sure. Anything, yeah. anything in life that, that you do, yeah. even if you're doing something that's like refined, like whether it's music or like when you start doing it, you're not going to be yeah. very good when you start. Exactly. In order to to become like proficient in anything, you have to start out not being very good, and you have yeah. to be okay with and, that. And and yeah, and putting yourself out there and and not being very good. Yeah. Anything. So yeah, like, I think it's it's a it's an important skill to develop in general as a person mm-hmm. is to be relatively comfortable sucking. Yeah, or confident that it doesn't matter, or whatever yeah. you want to, however you want to put it, or just see, just yeah. seeing it for what it is, not taking it so seriously where yeah. it's like, oh my god, I yeah. suck, like, oh, I'm gonna go home and cry, like I did all these stupid tricks on my yeah. rollerblades today, it was awful, I'm yeah. never doing that again, and people saw me, and it's on the internet, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> like whatever, it's I, just I gotta like, follow the meat. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta look at shit as like, okay, this is just the beginning, like relax, yeah. like experience it for what it is and and you know who cares if you're not blowing it out of the water because this is just a process right yeah and tomorrow it's i'm like, gonna get like up someone, and i'm gonna try again and yeah it's like someone who is like a pro hockey player and they're like whoa that like oh i want to get into rollerblading i know how to skate yeah. and then they get into it and they can barely do a grind and they're like what the hell like i should be good at this you know like yeah. some people are that way it's really weird you know like yeah you're good at basketball but it doesn't mean you can skateboard right you know it's like a football player trying to be a rapper you know <laughs> yeah. you know it, it doesn't make sense yeah you you know Shaquille O'Neal tried to rap and he sucked well, but rapping's you don't hard. see like i try to rap i don't know so bad yeah, man. Rapping is so. I, hard. I think I've heard I have you try so to rap. much respect for rappers. Like <laughs> it I, is I was hard. actually thinking about rap today about how fucking warped their brains are to be able to do that. Like how much yeah, quick time and effort went into basically like tweaking their brain into becoming yeah. like fucking Eminem. You think about Eminem. Yeah. And like if you watch some of his freestyles. That dude... Yeah, they're ridiculous. He is, like, not even human. In His brain is, yeah. like, something else. Like, they should... Or, like, Sage When he Francis. dies, he has to... They, he has to, like, yeah. Fucking Sage Francis um, atmosphere. They have yeah, to... Idea. When, when those guys die, they have to, like, study mm-hmm. their brains. Because they've done yeah, something to their how... brains that's, like, bizarre. Yeah. Like they warp. They, they should be like comedians or something too. Like they could probably be comedians because they're just so quick witted, you know, like they could just like use so many different analogies towards different things and just make you laugh in their music. Imagine if they were to just like be a comedian, they could probably pull that off too, you know, like just because they're so smart. And... Yeah. There's some transferable skills there for sure. Yeah. That's like, it's interesting it's really because weird. a lot of them, they're so ballin' in their field of rap like they're so respected right yeah and they can kill you know it's almost like when people get to that point it would be much harder to like get go back to the bottom into something where yeah where they suck that's why yeah like that did you see they tried to be a rock singer yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> like, like they just because you can rap doesn't mean you can sing well. Exactly. Some people can, but it'd be like that. So it's like you being an amazing rollerblader. You guys all did your skating. Like you guys could all do. I, I don't know if lots of people know this, but I mean, obviously, all of us Canadian guys, we grew up with you guys, and we watched all your videos, and we know you can do all the standardized tricks. You know, you guys have done all the gaps, rails, like spins to tricks. Like I can do top acids, boy. You can, man. You can even do them. I'm sure backwards. Oh, you know? alley oop! Crazy. <laughs> but like, then you get into this new aspect, and it's like you got bigger wheels. There's different ways of doing it. It's like you're not going to be good at that. You're going to have. Right. It's like you're starting over again. You know, it's like that's pretty much what it was like for you guys. Like when you started doing the mushroom axe aspect of it a bit more, it's like. That's that's why it's fun for you because you're learning how to rollerblade all over again. Yeah. So then it's not super refined, and then now you're at your, your I guess your prime in it, and then it's going to move on to something else, and then it's going to be back to learning all over again, right? Right. You know? That keeps that keeps the activity of of rollerblading fun. Exactly. That's the whole fun of it is learning. Yeah. You know, I like see, yeah. It's, I see a lot of people my age that like aren't interested in doing it anymore. And I, mm-hmm. I almost don't blame them. Like I understand that because, like, yeah. if I was still skating the same way, like I don't, I, I wouldn't be as interested for sure. Mm-hmm. I went through that. Didn't want to skate really much anymore, especially when I got into music. It was like something all new that I was learning, and it like took that away from rollerblading for me. So I like, because it's not like I thought I learned everything. It was just I kept getting hurt. Yeah. I couldn't do the things I wanted to do. So it was like music was the replacement but now i'm kind of wanting to rollerblade more so like i rollerbladed more than i ever have in the past four or five years this past summer you know what yeah, i mean like were, i i really enjoyed a lot of the instagram videos you were putting up uh, oh thank you was it last summer like just yeah. little short edits yeah, yeah it was really fun and like skating with and i had a lot of fun like when I went to Vancouver and I filmed off Tommy's little thing he did when he came back to Razors or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. He did that. Like I helped him film for all that stuff. And like, I filmed all of it and I was like, Oh, I I miss this. You know, like I really miss even just going out with friends and just filming them. So I was even doing that, like go out with, call up Sean Unwin and go skating with him or go with Rue or Sheldon. And we just go film or whatever, try our best. And lots of, a lot of the times we'd go out and we'd get a lot of stuff even in just one day. Especially Sean, like that that thing where he did that on the big one. He was riding the 110s or the 100s or whatever, and he gapped to that, like, barrier on that edit I made. It was, like, me, Rue, Sheldon, and Sean or something like that. Do you remember that one? It doesn't ring a bell. You put this up last summer? Yeah, and it was with Sean Unman, and he did that gap. He got skitched by a car and then did that bank into a, like, uh, roadblock or whatever. Joey, like, shared oh, yeah. it. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, like Sean did that all in one morning, like his whole part and stuff like that. Like it was, Crazy. it was quite fun, like doing that and like going out with everyone. I just missed that feeling, you know. So it was nice to do that. Um, and I want to get back into it. Whereabouts do you put? Uh, like I remember seeing this edit, but I can't remember if it was on YouTube or. It would have, might have been. I don't remember. I, I think I put it on Vimeo too, but I might have been using YouTube, and then they didn't allow me to use a song one time or something, and. I just said screw YouTube. I just use Vimeo now. Okay, good to know. But it might... like earlier today, I was uh, searching your name on YouTube. Yeah, and I couldn't find much. I watched your um, old gangster <laughs> section from two thousand seven. Which one was that? 
The one that Randy made? Yeah. It's the actually gangster really video too. funny. It's yeah, really oh yeah. Video. Yeah, it is a fun video. That was yeah. a fun time, man. Like most of that, like that was awesome. That was like the first summer we ever like hung out with Cult and uh and like we traveled all through uh Vancouver, like all through BC or something for like two weeks or yeah. something. Yeah, lots of BC. That footage. was really fun. Yeah, that was such a fun time. Yeah. I watch that now and again, that video. Like it's I'll like, go back to it, reminisce. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. really good. It's really funny and Yeah. Lots of good skating. Yeah, there is a lot. Uh, like half the clips, I hated my section because uh, half the clips that got used in that were like all like crappy clips because the clips I, because Randy took it, like I think I had it on it, like at the time we'd give DVDs filled with like files on it, right? Or whatever, because they had large, you could hold more on a DVD or whatever. Like and I think, a, yeah, and a bunch of the clips were corrupt, I guess, when he put it on his computer. Oh. And they were like really good clips. And they were all went corrupt, so like he just used like a bunch of like this really shitty skating of mine, and I was just like, ah, oh! like so mad. Kind of like the whole thing of pushing play and walking out of the room. Like yeah. it was just like I feel like, oh, I hate it. You know, I don't, I don't like that trick. Why do you put that in? Like every time, I'm always just being a complete asshole about myself. You know, it sucks. <laughs> that's a, that's really like funny. It. It, uh, your section's really good. Um, Thank you. But yeah, I could totally understand like if you had all this awesome footage that didn't get in. Like yeah. Being, uh, you seeing all this other stuff as like the the not as good stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's really good shit. Thanks, man. <laughs> it was a long time ago. It was when I could actually rollerblade. Yeah. You. <laughs> people. I was. One thing I thought about when I was watching it is like, people do not skate like flat rails anymore. Like, no, not at all. See that? Like, yeah. There's a lot of footage of you skating pretty high off of the ground like flat rails doing switch ups yeah. and I was like yeah. I haven't seen people skate like this for for like yeah. eight years. Yeah. <laughs> Since two thousand seven. Yeah, me and Richie used to like go to that one rail that we skated in that a lot. And then we did a lot of tricks in the on in that video and we it was in Saskatoon and me and Richie and Dustin would go to that rail all the time and just like it was like it's high and you could get hurt on it. And it actually, all the supports would like, it was in grass and it would like, every time you jump on it, the supports would like bend into the grass. So the rail was like moving as you're on it. And when you came down, it was like down a hill and then you'd have to cut like 45 degrees and jump on the rail. So it was like really weird to get on this rail, but we just learned it so well. Like me and Richie would skate it for hours and just do switch up after switch up. Just like stuff that I still haven't even like seen to this day. Like all of us did switch ups that were just like. I don't even see people doing them now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. even though like t it's tap dancing and whatever, but it's still fun and we all enjoyed doing it. Like, and it's a, it is a, it's something you don't see as often anymore. Maybe it'll make a bit of a resurgence. I've seen it a bit here and there, but I don't know. It was fun. I like doing that, but I don't do it anymore. <laughs> Not that I can't or anything. I just don't, I don't have as much fun doing it. I guess the whole, I've, done it and i'm not learning anything so i'm not having fun and i guess right. the conversation we we're having earlier i think it's also yeah. like uh the environment's different like there's so many skate yeah. parks now like back then yeah there wasn't yeah many, that's true too parks and you guys were in the middle of saskatchewan yeah. and it was just like some <laughs> some flat low rails yeah well this one wasn't even low this one you <laughs> nut yourself on you'd not you'd nut yourself for sure on it it was, it was, it was, it, it could, it was, uh, it could be forgiving, but some days it was just, it, it could ruin you. That rail was scary. Yeah. 
You took some. Arcola. Arcola. You remember Arcola. Everyone remembers that rail. That rail was, like, too low. I hated that rail. I don't even know how they were doing the shit they did on that. Because, like, when you jump on it, it's, like, it's such a weird feeling jumping on a low, low rail. You know what I mean? Like, it feels almost more dangerous. Because it's, like, you're overconfident or something. I don't know how to explain that, but... I'd rather like do an, a normal size rail than that. Almost like maybe it's a lot to do with like it felt like the rail was lower under you. So when you, I don't know if you've ever did this, but every time you grind a rail, always always grab it when you come off. Like you see people jump off the rail, and then they fall down the stairs or some shit, and you're just sitting there thinking like, why didn't you just kind of like put your hand down and like just let yourself off the rail? And that's why but people would is, get so. That's like wizard knowledge because you grew up. Yeah. Like you said, like jumping on these rails, like over and over and over. Yeah. You learn these things over time, yeah. like to grab the rail, and you became one of these weird Albertans that could skate <laughs> like that and not fuck yeah. themselves up. Like, yeah. We we never we didn't have those long sessions. We would skate okay. rails, but we would hit like a rail once or twice, and yeah. thank God that we didn't you, fuck you, ourselves. Yeah. I used that's to be that. It. Yeah. I we didn't develop the like the master knowledge of how yeah. to fall on rails without racking yourself. Well, that's literally the way you do it. You just grab the rail. Just grab There's the rail. Every, yeah. Every time, no matter what, grab the rail. Like, and after a while you start getting just so used to it. That, like if you watch Sean Unwin, like do any oh. rail, his hand is always right there. Yeah. He's, and, he's the epitome of what I'm just talking about. Watching yeah. him skate a rail yeah. Like, you know, watching pretty much anyone skate a rail, you're a little bit nervous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like just, you don't get that way with Sean. Like, with Sean, it's just, he's just like going for a jog. Yeah. There, nothing bad's going to happen because it, yeah. it's not that he's an amazing, like he is really good, obviously. Yeah. But oh, yeah. it's not like he's a, a halfy or a bra scout. It's no. just that he knows how to miss. He's so smart he's about so it. He's so good at, logical. at missing. Yeah. yeah. That he... He's not going to get hurt. Yeah. That's why it's scary watching. Like, everyone hates on how Sean Kelso and those guys do small rails and shit. You know this? Like, okay, so, like, I get I get where they're coming from. It doesn't look big. But what I'm saying is, like, when you do a stair rail and it's longer, I'd rather do a longer stair rail because you can grab the rail. When you miss on a short rail, there's no grabbing the rail. You're missing or you're landing. And right. so, like, some of that stuff they're doing... Like, you, no matter how quickly you grab the rail, you're falling, like, you're gapping, and then you miss, and you can't grab the rail, so you're falling. Yeah. You know? Like, it, when it's something so small, like, you miss, you miss. Whereas when, there, when there's, like, say you missed, uh, say you gap six stairs down when you miss, and there's ten more stairs left, there's rail to grab so you don't fall, but say you're doing an eight stair, right, and then you spin onto it, and you completely miss, and there's no rail to grab... You're just falling onto the ground, right? And the rail's not there to save you anymore. So if you miss completely, you're like landing on your face on the ground, or because there's no rail to grab you to hold you up. Right. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, it's, it's, like it's all impact. Like you're just gonna yeah. fly like to the ground yeah. with nothing to yeah to grab onto. Yeah, because like makes you, sense. Yeah, so now you miss the rail and you go to grab it, but there's no rail there left, so you're hitting the ground. Yeah. Whereas like a big rail, you'd have that rail to grab and it would just stop you. Exactly. Like the worst you're getting is ribbed or something, right? Yeah. Whereas this is like you miss, then you're like rolling on the ground for sure. Right. You know, maybe hitting your head or doing all these different things. And so I think it's funny that people hate on that because they're, they're just, they're ignorant. They don't That's really true. know how hard 
it is to do small stuff like and just as dangerous if not it really is and the stuff and like i like that uh did you watch that lost tapes haitian mags lost tapes i didn't know oh it's 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 long but it's really good some of the best skating i've seen in a long time and sean kelso does like a in spin soul and it's like on like like maybe a 10 step if that and he misses like you know how they have like they're like in california and they're like the curved top of the rail and then it goes down and it curves and it's got like the middle support there's only three supports throughout the whole thing right and he gaps like the first half of the rail to in spin to soul and then the rail's literally like four feet long and he's going fast and it's downstairs so he does in spin to soul and then 360 out spins off of it like like how quickly of a movement that is and if he misses his foot at all because he's pushing the second he's landing to push that 360 off a down rail you have to actually jump so you're like you spin in land the second you're landing you're pushing and 360 out if he missed his foot he's like fucking throwing himself you know what i mean like he's like there's no rail to grab there's no nothing to save him he's now 360 onto his face you know right so like, to think about how hard that trick is when you break it down, like that, like there's no ba- – like he, you know when you're on a rail and you finally get your balance, then you can like fight. You can 720. People get 900 off a rail. Yeah. Imagine going really fast at a rail that's four feet and 900 off that. It's fucking impossible. Like exactly. you're not doing it. You don't have that setup. So he like does that so quickly on like a rail and does it perfect like – fucking in-spin soul with like one second 360 forward lands and he's just it's just like but people are like oh why doesn't he do that on a real rail you know you're oh like God, what yeah. is what, what do you do you understand how ridiculously hard that is yeah he did i almost i almost prefer the shit on this on shorter rails because yeah. it's it's almost like it's one fluid motion you know yeah. it's not like it's not like jumping on the rail getting your balance and then spinning off it's all yeah. like one thing it's all it's almost like an air trick yeah with yeah. his feet like touching a rail and then yeah. spinning yeah like to be able to be like that quick in your mind like just yeah. boom 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 you're done like that's so technical and so hard whereas like you said it's like a gap or an air with like your feet grabbing something and then like jumping out of it quickly like it's so ridiculous compared to like so I, if someone three sixty sold a twenty set rail, you, you, if you can hold a soul grind, you know what I mean on a twenty stair rail, and it's no harder than that, right? Like yeah, you just three sixty into the rail. That's kind of hard, but holding the soul isn't. But if you were to do it on a short rail and three out of it, you know that's like that. That means you know what you're doing. Like you're, you have that trick so unlocked to be able to to spin in and out of things so quickly and. And with so much momentum and, and fluidity, right? Like, it's just, it's ridiculous. And it's so funny reading this stuff on the internet about people just, why, why are they doing this little tippy-tap shit? Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, you, <laughs> go fish brain a little parking block. The second you miss, you're falling on your face. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, if you actually legitimately try to fish it, like, full out, like, uh, uh, all in, you know? Like, not like stepping into it or something like grab like if the second you miss like you're you're rip, you're falling really far to the ground whereas yeah. like on a rail that's higher the second you miss you grab in the rail right like on a flat rail if you right. miss you just grab the rail you're not falling to the ground you have this thing to support you that's way more dangerous than doing it on some flat rail it's you true. know yeah so it's like people don't think about that because they haven't been rollerblading long enough or they just like you said it's not the standard that's not what's considered good yeah. It's quite funny. 
I was thinking that like it's almost like the the length of rails have have shrunk in in sequence with attention spans shrinking. <laughs> <laughs> and it yeah, kind of makes sense. It does, yeah. Cuz I was thinking about how boring it, would, it it is sometimes like to watch like a long rail like sometimes it's cool but sometimes it's just like okay fucking get on with this shit like yeah <laughs> yeah no that's that's true like it's nice to see it in in uh in what's the word i'm looking for i guess just in um just like every once in a while yeah whereas like 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 how richie's like like obviously that long rail he does at the start and then the rest of the stuff he's doing is all really different but like that one start was like oh that was really cool and then like the best intro ever so it's like interesting to see people do some stuff like that or hold a certain trick for a long time. Like I filmed Rue doing like a top mistrial along a really long flat rail super fast. And and like just to see someone like do that super fast, really long held perfectly, like a top mistrial, it's like he just is so good at it, you know? Like it was like that was really cool. But then like, yeah, sometimes it's just like I didn't need to see that, you know? Like you could probably left that out of your edit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Like there's a, there's some times you watch edits where you're like maybe someone should have went over it and just been like I don't know if you need to show you doing a backside far then a back royale then a half cap topsail on the same rail like okay. it kind of maybe, all just looks like you grinding the rail yeah like I'm sure like one of those you like the best maybe just pick one and move on yeah like I mean there's certain times where yeah maybe if you did it switch in the natural or there's some basis to why you're doing it like some some uh reason for it but right if you're not like if it's just you're just showing how many tricks you can do down a rail it's like well can we move on to the next box that's a huge thing about rollerblading is the stuff you can do it on not just right. some one thing right does that I make sense like, yeah i always had that that gripe with like showing a switch and a regular trick or yeah a regular and switch yeah like because oh i can do it both ways but you're you're pretty much just showing the same thing twice yeah yeah that's what you But doing. I guess for me I appreciate it just cuz it's like well it's it's great that he's that skilled to do it. Yeah. It, I guess that's that's from someone who's tech like I guess it's just someone as a rollerblader would appreciate whereas some outsider wouldn't care they'd just be like what was that? That was the same spinny thing to slide down a bar, right? Yeah. You know? Like just a different side of it or something like yeah. So I can see your gripe there. But for me it's like I like that cuz it's like I see it and I know what they're doing, so like I you can appreciate. You give a little it. nod, like. Yeah, like that was sick. Even though, like, yes, yeah, I could have lived without ever seeing that, but it's ways. still cool to see it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's it depends on on how you're viewing the edit. Yeah. Like if, I can I can see how someone would appreciate it on like a like, yeah a technical level where they're analyzing yeah. the physical prowess of, of yeah. the the skater. Because like it, it's. It's funny I guess the it different shows, like, like attitudes you can have towards whatever an edit is. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. so many different approaches and and to actually making it like what are you what are you trying to show here? Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> trying to show that you can do it both ways. <laughs> it could be like, yeah, like that, if you're showing Cuz like, that's hard. I'm going to I'm going to sh- demonstrate my ninja abilities. Exactly, yeah. And then that is important. That's very yeah. important. Like and, I, and with my that? attitude, with my gripe of 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 showing that, my skating yeah. has suffered. My ninja abilities <laughs> have suffered because 
my Switch game is whack as fuck. Oh, I have got no too, Switch. Got I used nothing. to Switch a lot, but I can't anymore. I just don't care. I just like doing fun shit. I don't care. I, I, like I said, I could live without seeing it. It doesn't bug me. But when I do see it, I'm like, oh, I appreciate that. That was sick. Like, it is, I'm not like that was the winner of the section, but that was just like, whoa, that's cool that you showed that. You can do that because yeah. that's pretty damn sick, you know? It, uh, it's very important to learn everything both ways. It is, yeah. Especially when you skate backwards looking over both shoulders. That's, that's a huge, huge thing. That's yeah, I never, huge. I never started learning that until I started skiing. Okay. I never did that because, like, playing hockey, you you don't even look backwards. Remember, right, like, yeah. When you think about it, you're looking forwards because you want to keep your eye on the puck. That's the only thing you're worried about. Someone in front of you, you're skating backwards because I played defense, and true, so I can yeah. skate backwards really well. But I never looked over my shoulder before, really, except just to turn around quickly. Yeah, that's because you only did what's most efficient, right? Yeah. And you're gonna have your eye on the man, and you kind of always knew where you were on the rink, so you're not gonna hit anything. There's no obstacle in your way. You know, once you pass the blue line, then you pass the circles. Like, there you are. Like, you know you're not going to hit the boards. Right. You just, it's like second nature, right? But skating, you have to look behind you. So I never really thought about the fact that looking over your switch shoulder is so hard. And that's a huge thing. Like, And, like, that's why I can appreciate switch tricks, too. It's like, wow, that's a lot of skill to skate fakie up like that, looking over your wrong shoulder to spin into something because you're spinning your wrong way. You're spinning, going backwards. That shows a lot of talent on rollerblading in general. Really does. Yeah, so that's like a huge part of it. And like, I mean, that's only something we would notice, right? But like any rollerblader would notice. But it's just still really impressive. And when you start skiing, I started skiing, so I had to learn. It actually helped when I was rollerblading backwards. I'd like carve over this shoulder and then carve over this shoulder on my skates, just going down paths and stuff. And then I was able to ski switch really well. It helped a lot. Because you have to do that. You can't look over one shoulder and turn both ways. You have to be carving to speed check or else you're going to be going 60 backwards and die. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not the same as rollerblading. You're going down a hill. Like You, you have to constantly be checking your speed, and <clears throat> it's much different. There's more behind you, more in front of you. So it's quite interesting to have like see how rollerblading was. It helped a lot, but also it kind of screwed me up a lot. Yeah, because you 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 feel like you can do things on your skis that you can on your rollerblades. Joey was even kind of talking about that. I think he thought that he was going to have an easier time with it, and he was like, "Wow, I have a way bigger respect for skiing now after like trying skiing and seeing the stuff they can do so easily on skis. It's not. It's so different. There's so much more weight, so much behind you. It's like it's you're not very, like very very different. Yeah, it's it, you can definitely transfer some of it, especially the grinds and stuff. I could see that. But yeah, it's different. They're, yeah, it's. I definitely think it's something that off-season skiers should be doing. You know, because it does translate. Yeah. It's no different. It's like just because you can snowboard doesn't mean you can skateboard. Those are two different things as well. Very like, totally different. Yeah, different. Not the, the only thing you could compare them to is surfing. It's similar to surfing. A lot of people I've heard say that snowboarding is similar to surfing. But skateboarding, it's you're on the ground like you can't move your skateboard over and over like you have to be going fast same with on rollerblades you can't just slide you know what i mean yeah it's, that's the totally different feeling you can't cross over on your ski on your skis and when you're turning no. you know like there's so much different aspects to it but and I could the grinds like, and the tricks are transferable that's why it was amazing to see halfy on skis it's really good like for how how good he got so quickly when you go to those things, man, like you see those booters in person, Fuck. you 
you're just like, I'm not even going to try airing over this. Like you hit the knuckle, you're done. Yeah. Like it's, you have to go fast. And like, it's, it's scary, dude. Like I won't do it. I and just stick the powder. Like launches are completely different. They are. Skis you, compared to the skates. Yeah. Lip doesn't really matter as much as like just going and like, you just basically, you're so fast that you're, you just, just glide off. Glide. And yeah. honestly, like Will Purcell, He's, like, a really good skier. I guess he'll do, like, 900s and shit over, like, big booters no on skis. Yeah, like, he's really good. And uh, he was telling me, like, when you land on the sweet spot of any ramp, like, any booter, and it's huge, like, you'll be going, like, what, like, 60 feet sometimes? He says it's, like, it's literally, like, you, you're just, like, gl- like, landing, like, softly. Like, you don't even yeah. notice it. Because you're landing, you're going so fast, the the way it all works is, like, you're landing on just it just like sets you down he said like it's it's ridiculous you think it's going to hurt your legs but it's the softest nicest feeling but that's if you hit the sweet spot if you hit the sweet spot (laughs) if you overshoot you you catch your edge or something you're done doesn't feel so nice no you'll you can die very easy yeah it's a scary thing that's what's so scary about rollerblades on the mega ramp because when you think about how much like skis have what like 160 centimeters of of displacement yeah for your landing so you watch like chris half year like that dave lang guy and they're doing these the same almost the same size as these skiers going almost the same speed and they're flipping in the air and they're landing on a foot of displacement like how uncontrolled yeah. you are the landing, landing has to be perfect yeah and if you and like how easy it is to get speed wobbles and like you're on like what like an inch width of like wheels and then it's like like maybe a foot like length so like that's so much less to land on and so much easier to fall on like it's harder for a lot of like that's why when you do a big gap you go as fast as you can because it takes away from the the impact yeah but imagine if you were on a skateboard and there was it was strapped to your foot like and you didn't have to worry about it leaving your feet you'd have an easier time doing like a dead drop on a skateboard because you're landing on two trucks and it's like more your shoulder width you're landing on more to take the impact Right. Whereas blades, you're like on a small little, <clears throat> sorry, small little area that's just like taking all that impact into your legs and you're falling. You know what I mean? But Does yeah, that make sense? It, it is, yeah. But also, there is an advantage on skates that you can move both <coughs> of them very independently. Yeah. You have yeah. so much yeah. control that way. Yeah. So it kind you of do, yeah. makes up for the small yeah, base. You, don't, you don't kick out your feet. Like when, like if you land on a skateboard and your body's not going as fast as your skateboard, like you're falling out, right? Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, like obviously that's better. But like if in a dead drop, like, I mean, just like say you don't have any speed at all, you just kind of hop off and like land, like you probably have an easier time on a skateboard than you would rollerblades just because if you landed on the trucks, because there's more taking away than it is just these, your feet, like that's why your heels get so bruised and shit. Like it's just taking all this impact on such a little spot. Yeah. Especially anti-rocker, like you're landing on this. Like, like doosh, that's why when you, like, you even notice it on big wheels, that's why everything feels so much smoother. There's so much more taking so much more impact. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's why, like, it just feels better. Like, I know when you land on gaps, I get scared doing big wheel gaps because you're, like, on this, like, these basically, like, thin, tall things that, like, your ankles can give out. Does that make sense? Like, you have to get used to that. I feel that's really scary on big wheels, but it's like, I can see a feeling. 
Yeah, I, I can see that. I think psychological because you get used to totally. the Totally, I think field, it is. And then, you, yeah. yeah, you see that and you're like, oh, I'm going to break my ankles. But, but no, you, you just have to not break your ankles. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. No, it's But, true. I mean, you just get used to... The way it works, yeah. The way it works and the way it feels. Like, I remember yep. at first I was pretty afraid to, to do jumps, like, even mm-hmm. when I was on 80s. Because it yeah. just felt like I was so tall and I was going so fast. And it was a little bit different. So it did yeah. sketch me out. Like the first couple times that I went to jump, you know, my weight was like, or my, felt like my skates were like flying off the, off yeah. the jump. And I was like, I got that oh, I can't too. control this shit. This is scary. And yeah, because yeah, you're not used to it. It's true. Yeah. And it's your skates are going faster than, than you're yeah. used to. It's yeah. just, it's all, all of it is yeah. what you're used to, really. Yeah. And then if you, now if, like, I noticed it's even like playing hockey. You put put on ice skates and then you go back to rollerblading. It's like this is such a weird feeling. Like yeah. it's like you can't even rollerblade. And same idea. Like once you're used to something, then everything feels comfortable. But I don't like skate big wheels that often, just for like path skating and stuff. And yeah, like when I try tricks on it, I'm just like, oh, how do you guys do this? This is hard. Like it's a it's a way different thing. I think like yeah. Like just a lot of the tricks on what, like some of it is obviously not, I'm not going to say it's, it makes things easier, but it makes things funner and more doable. And it's like, like doing little curb bumps and stuff. Like a lot of what Joey's doing, like with his little curvy things and stuff and like, yeah. like gripping to the walls and stuff he's ro- rolling across and like, and then like the stuff you guys are doing, it's like, I can see that that's why it's so much funner to do it because on anti rocker, you're not going to be doing that stuff as fun, right? Like you're going to catch and you're going to. Right. whatever but like feel is good a yeah a lot of it yeah it feels a lot better but a lot of a lot of stuff it, it actually isn't isn't easier i wouldn't no yeah say. no it's not like no I, that, that, i'm not saying it's easier i'm saying yeah, it's yeah. like it's funner like it makes it more because you can do all that stuff on anti-rocker but it's definitely way better to do it on big wheels like more i fluid, love it yeah yeah like you, you have a it's, it makes it easier. Just like having anti-rocker makes it easier to grind than it would be on big wheels. It's right. the same idea. Like yeah. they have their ups and downs, right? Like you're going to go skiing. You're going to use powder skis on a powder day. If you don't, you're going to have a really tough time. You can still do it, but it's not going to be as easy. Yeah. It's not going to be as doable or as fun if you have like little park skis, right? So like I compare big wheels to like the pow ski. Almost, yeah. Joey there. Yeah, because it just feels so much better for all those types like I love it like I f- it feels so good rollerblading I remember a long time ago you said that about like imagine you're a kid and you're seeing these rollerbladers at a skate park or, or whatever skating somewhere and they ask to try your blades and you give them these like you know anti-rocker little wheel skates and they put them on and they rollerblade around and it's just like they can barely move they're tripping on every little like crack in the ground it just feels like shit because it does it feels like shit it's not near as fluid feeling as a big wheel set or even flat like just like a nice flat setup and if kids yeah like i think kids would be more into it in a sense they were introduced yeah yeah because they'd be like oh this feels so good you know like so much smoother and yeah yeah my girlfriend she used to like kind of like skateboarded or like not skateboard but she was also a big hockey player too and then, like, I would always tell her, I was always telling her, like, I'm going to get you blades. Like, we're going to go blading all the time. And she's like, no. I'm like, why? Like, you used to play hockey. You're going to love it. And she's like, I don't know. I just don't want to do it. And then finally, I just bought her some blades. I said, let's go. 
Yeah. And she like now she loves it. Like she absolutely loves it. Like it's because it's a good feeling. It's not. I think she thought like because she used to like biking and stuff, and then it's like, oh, this is actually like a really good feeling. It's not. You, you, honestly, when you go path skating, you're beating bikers and yeah. stuff. You know, just just cruising. You're not even trying. You're going so much faster. And that's on like 80s. Yeah, I can't imagine fast. on those 100s you guys are riding on. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, it's a great <laughs> feeling just to It is, on. man. It's fun. Especially, I love yeah, it. like, for, for people coming from hockey. Yeah. And they've got that hockey experience. Like, they know how to skate. What is their experience going to be like in a, in a pair of anti-rocker compared yeah, to Yeah, they're going to be like, this 80s. is shit. How do you even rollerblade? Yeah. <laughs> like, they're yeah, going to have gonna, a like, really foul sense of rollerblading in their head. Yeah. Yeah. Not like everyone they, wants yeah. to rollerblade to do tricks. No, and, <laughs> you know I mean? and and even even the people that want to rollerblade to do tricks, they they started, they fell in love with just that yeah. simple movement in the first place. Yes. If you never it's fall true. in love yeah. with that initial movement, you're either you're never going to carry on with it, or you're going to be like the ugliest skater ever. That's like doesn't know how to skate. That's an anti rocker, <laughs> and he's just clunking yeah. around like doing yeah. like. He can't skate backwards, but he can do like alley oop top soyels, really shitty on little ledges, and his <laughs> his flaps on his TRS are just like flapping yeah. around, and his he's got ass sweat in his sweatpants, and he's listening to <laughs> shitty music, and he stinks. Yeah, it would definitely deter people from wanting to get into rollerblading. <laughs> I don't think people would want to be like that guy. Like, that's rollerblading. Going home, just. Should have seen this dirty park hate rat. into the internet. Yeah. Fuck, I well, hate I, that guy. When you think about it, when you see, like, like obviously not that extreme. I don't think I've ever seen a rollerblader like that. But <laughs> that'd be amazing. Actually, I would, like, be pretty excited if I saw something like that. It'd be pretty funny. But Oh, you're like, from Alberta. You, You've seen this yeah, guy. Oh, yeah. You've seen but these No, rollerblades, usually they're on skateboards. <laughs> There's so many skateboards. You're, you're gonna finally find someone like, like that, right? But uh, yeah, like I, I could kind of. It makes kind of a lot of sense what you're saying because imagine if you're just some outsider that's like watching some kids rollerblade and they look like they're like having trouble just skating. Then yeah, they can grind, but they're like, you can tell they can skate, but they're like not going that fast. They're like the skates sound like shit. You know, like <laughs> that shitty sound yeah. when people are like, and then you see some guy in like a a nice setup where it's like fast and fluid and you're watching this person skate and it looks like they're doing it effortless, effortless, effortlessly. Yeah, there we go. And, and uh, with like bigger wheels or it doesn't matter even what size their wheels are, but if it looks fluid and nice and fun and doesn't sound like, or look like they're having a hard time skating, people are going to be more attracted to it. You know, like you see skateboarders in a bowl. It's amazing. Yeah. So, fast. you know, like you're, yeah, they're like just cruising, like, and everything they're doing, even though it looks like they shouldn't be going that fast, when they're cruising skate parks or street or anything, they go fast. Yeah. Like, good skateboarders go fast and they lo- it looks smooth. Whereas sometimes you watch rollerbladers with like a flat, or not a flat, uh, a freestyle setup and they got like super small wheels and, and you, you see them rollerblading, it's like almost like you're like watching them struggle. Yeah. You know? And you're like, oh my God, man, like, and I skate anti-rocker, but like I, I skate like the biggest wheels I can find for anti-rocker. Yeah, and you. Some people can you just do it in anti-rocker, but well, you yeah. 
and 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 people people always use throw out the argument like, oh fuck, look at look at Jeff Stockwell, fucking look at Richie, look at these guys rip bowls, and like yeah, those are the best rollerbladers in the players world. In of the course, world. they're pretty good at ripping yeah. the ramp. But the thing is, there's a there's a kid in every or there's multiple kids in every little town that can rip the bowl pretty good on a skateboard. Oh yeah. Like it's actually yeah, it's, they're not the best skateboarders in the world. They're just dudes that are pretty good and fun. they can rip it. Yeah, they can. Yeah, it's fun to watch them. I like dude, we were all like in our primes like our eight like you know, when we were I guess conditioned enough to be able to do ramps and stuff like I remember uh going to I don't know Montreal Classic or something and watching like Matt Ledoux and Pat Lennon like basically like hitting this ramp up a wall like a vert wall like like all the way up to the ceiling almost you know and it's like so high and and they're an anti-rocker and you're like dude I can barely make it up this quarter like these people have like they're just they're better they do it all the time they they know how to do it and and like like even Sean Unman had a good point. We were talking about that same thing, like why people like, yeah, you can do everything you can on big wheels and anti rocker for speed wise. But you're not if you're not doing you have to skate like every single day, you know, and like be super strong to be able to get up huge ramps and, and things like that. Like you're like Dallas, how good is he? Especially at ramps and stuff, and he went to Blade Cup and you know that big quarter they had? He was just like, yeah, man, like, I couldn't even barely make it up that thing. You know? Like, he, he was just like, I could barely make it up. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, in Power Blades, yeah. In Power Blades, he, he was like, if I had bigger wheels, it would be easier to get up there because it's more speed and less effort to get up there. Yeah. But if, you know, like, that's, so, like, yeah, Richie and CJ, CJ and all these people, they're the fucking best in the world. Don't compare yeah. what you're doing to them like no. you cannot use that as a good example as to why people maybe should use like say this big flat big setup or whatever right 72 it's like that it, it makes it so much easier to skate like it, it really does you're not you're not richie eisler you're not chris Haffey, and you never will be chances are yeah and it, so thinking you're going to be able to do that on anti-rocker is unrealistic and it's the what is it elitist way of thinking you know like i think that's how it's being right now like oh stick to small wheels like that's not real rollerblading okay well i think you're taking this too seriously (laughs) you know like it's just rollerblading you need to calm down (laughs) it's just so funny to me that people are going to care what size of wheels you're riding right i've seen i mean obviously there's the obvious there's the obvious accounts of on Facebook of some things going on with the big wheel uh, uh, hating or whatever, right? Or like that dude in that interview. What was his name? It's funny the, that that it, guy that it uh, it stirs people up so much. It does yeah. If anything, it kind of helps it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's weird. It is, there is like a like almost a war going on right now. Yeah, and it's like it's like. The funny thing is, is there's only one side who really cares that much. We're more having fun with it and kind of joking about it. And these guys are like really upset about it. You know what I mean? Like really upset. Like they would not be your friend. 
You know, like that's probably to the point where they would take it. Like, I'm not going skating with you. Why? Your wheels are too big or something. You know, like <laughs> it would just be so ridiculous. Like you wouldn't even know what to say to that. <laughs> you know, like, really? You're, you're not going to? <laughs> like, All right. <laughs> Sick, bro. <laughs> I was really excited to skate with you. And like, this, that's weird. <laughs> It's such a weird scenario. Like, I wouldn't even know what to say. It's very strange. Like, imagine, yeah, it is really. It's just weird. I don't understand it really. People sometimes it teams. frustrates me, but team, yeah. team small wheels, team big yeah. wheels. I mean, it's all sick. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Who does what? Like, it doesn't really matter. Like whatever. It it's all about like how the how you can make the activity fun for yourself. Whatever. Exactly. Whatever does that for you, like. A lot of people, they love to fucking skate a box over yeah. and over and over and over. Yeah. They love it. That's yeah. great. If you if you love to just skate a box, fuck, don't ever skate anything else. Yeah. Do that for the rest <laughs> of your life. Do that one but thing. But Todd, we would go over there, and if he, if he just wants to skate a box, we're never hanging out with that person. Fuck no. I'm not going to hang out with him, but... <laughs> They're pieces of shit. <laughs> I wish he would cut the flaps off of his TRS. For God's Yo, remember, sake. Remember, remember back in the day when, uh, like, 72 was, like, what would come in most skates? Yeah. Or, like, standard. around that size. And I remember thinking when I was young, so, like, I think I started skating, like, it has to be over 20 years now. It was, like, when Airborne came out, I remember we had, like, some shitty three-wheel rollerblades and we'd jump off ramps into grass, like, when this vit movie came out. So that one maybe was, like, 91, wasn't it? Like, About that. 91, 92. Yeah, and I even had rollerblades. We had rollerblades because of hockey way before that. And, I, and then when, once grinds and st- stuff started happening, I, th- I th- all I could ever think was, like, because it sucked because you had to start using these small wheels. And, and it was, like, anti-rocker came out and even the guys then would make fun of you for riding anti-rocker kind of like the opposite of what's happening now right and i always wished there was like a way as back then obviously technology was not where it's at today with rollerblading but it was like man like i wish there was a way to make like a, a frame you could grind on with these big wheels so you'd get that feeling i remember thinking that when i was like 13 or something right like yeah, yeah. like when i started getting into grinding like and, and now, like, people are, like, upset that there is that option out there. You know, like, <laughs> it's like, what? Like, man, like, you, I wish you knew, like, what it was like back then because you really wanted that feeling because that's what you get on your rollerblades. And then you'd have to take that all apart. And then you had these shitty feeling wheel, wheels on, like, like hyper, not midgets. What were they called? Uh, oh, I don't remember. They came on the tarmac seas. I remember they, they weren't fun. Those they were like were, yeah, 54 millimeters. What were those called? Hypers? Or were they hyper or were they kryptonics? I'm sure they were hyper. Hyper some. Were they hyper? No. Oh, maybe they were midgets. Because dwarves were the big one. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. Yeah, but they came, remember, flat and they were like 54 millimeters. And they were really small wheels. On the remember, Yeah, and they had the wraparound grind plates and then they had the really small wheels. And I remember when I got those wheels and then I put in like smaller middle wheels to grind better it was like a weird feeling like it wasn't anything as good as what i had on like my wayne gretzky ultra wheel skates when i first got those those are like my first rollerblades that i started doing tricks in and i had to take the wheels out and put these little ones in it was like such a different feeling 
So I always remember thinking that, like, what would it be like to have, like, nice big wheels and be able to still grind? That would be amazing. And now we have that, and people hate on it. It's hilarious. It is hilarious. It's just what people are used to. Yeah. I think once once roll biting goes back to bigger wheels as a norm, it'll never go back to small. Yeah. I think, like, when you're used to those, like you said, when you're used to the bigger wheels going to smaller ones it it's a big difference in like it is, how yeah. good your skates feel yeah it is but the thing that pushed people was like okay they don't feel as good just skating but i can do all these grinds like really yeah. well and that felt that was so a major good. thing that, that was that like was, it was like okay it's worth it that was rollerblading basically like it wasn't even you yeah. didn't even have to know how to rollerblade anymore you could just grind into grass and you were considered a hero yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it so felt then, great. But, yeah, and now it's, like, turning to the point where it all matters. Like, you're good. It's fun to just watch people rollerblade really well. Like, actually just skate around, do little tricks and stuff. Like, it's enjoyable, yeah. you know? Not not just the trick itself, but watching them skate. In Like, lines are so fun to watch that because it's action. Like, you're, you're not watching. Like, that's why fisheye is so fun to watch and why people skating in lines. It's, like, it's always – it's a lot of movement. The way they're doing it, there's a lot of control involved. Whether they're doing really hard tricks or not, it's still so fun to watch people do a line with a farve and a soul grind in it. Yeah, you know what I mean? If they can skate well. Like, if they can actually skate well. Yeah. The space like, in between, between the, yeah. the tricks the tr- is so yeah. fun to watch. Brian Long. There's yeah. one for yeah. you. Like, dude, like that guy just watching him skate. It's like he doesn't have to do anything hard. He makes it look so good. Like so he, he can do just, yeah, and like watching him skate is enjoyable. You know, up to the trick is like a, a part of it, you know, like yeah. just, yeah. and that's like a huge thing now. Whereas before it didn't matter. And now, so I think like, I don't think anti-rocker will ever die necessarily, but I think you're right. Like people are going to get bigger, harder wheels. So like flat setups, like, like how Sean Kelso was right, right, talking about those what was it 96a wheels yeah that's like a perfect uh hardness i would say for riding a flat because it's really good if you're into grinding but you kind of want the best of both worlds because you're not really going to stick yeah like you could but it's less chance yeah so like i think like anti-rocker they have like people will start using like bigger wheels on the outside you know what i mean and then it so they still get that smooth feeling but they won't have like the pivoting feeling because I notice sometimes when I'm skating with the, the the rocker feeling, you know how your middle wheels pivot a little bit quicker. Sometimes yeah. that makes things like different and harder in certain ways. Like you said, like you got to get used to it. Yeah. So I really like anti rocker. It's fun because it, you can still like I usually ride bigger wheels on the outside and you can still go really fast and then oh, yeah. you can do whatever grind you want. You know, especially on good. And then cement. yeah, you can go and then, pretty much just and as then fast. yep, it's big now. Yeah. And then now, like, so now you have these bigs. So, like, I think 72-ish will probably be, like, the norm, you know? Like, sooner or later, even riding anti-rocker. Like, that would make sense. Like, 65 to 72 would probably be, like, a good norm. Because, yeah. like, you're right. What's the point of riding around on these little small wheels when it's not that smooth? It's not that fun as it is to rollerblade on nice big wheels. Right. It's a little bit – there's more – there's more stuff that you can skate and it doesn't feel like shit. Like you can skate rough yeah. spots and it's still, yeah, fun. you can still do grinds. You can still do all this stuff, but you can still get from point A to point B and have a blast doing it. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah, you don't have to like, oh, I gotta wait, guys. I gotta take out my uh, take off my anti rocker frames and then put in my big wheel frames and then we can leave. It's like no, I have this setup that I'm always rolling fast because I have big wheels, whether it's anti rocker or flat, and I can keep up. Yeah. So it's fun. So you can still like just you can do tricks. And then, oh, let's go here. Okay. And you're skating through downtown, having a blast doing it. Man. How many times have you hit it like a crack when you're riding anti-rock and just fucking almost eat shit? Oh. Most annoying thing ever. Think of all the <laughs> think of all the poor kids out there that skate like from spot to spot on maybe like not very good ground, like shitty ground. And they're skating anti-rocker yeah. with like shitty bearings and really small, worn out wheels. <laughs> And they're yeah. just struggling, struggling yeah, all over are. the world <laughs> at this very moment while we talk. Yeah. There's and kids. You know what's crazy to think about when you think about how they're still having fun rolling on shitty wheels like that? Imagine how much more fun they would have if they had like, like slightly bigger wheels so they didn't have to deal with that, wow. whether it's anti-rocker <clears throat> or not. You know? Their life like, just they would have wouldn't that much <laughs> I, did you say their life wouldn't suck yeah is that what you said because you're like breaking up I'm like I heard that and I was like I'm pretty sure you said that that was funny <laughs> <laughs> their life wouldn't suck if they had bigger poor wheels poor kids yeah those poor kids but poor at the same kids. time if they're poor they're not they're not going to be able to buy big wheels <laughs> them shit's expensive <laughs> like a hundred bucks for eight or something, isn't it? Like something really ridiculous. Um, I think they're the same price. Actually, cheaper. Oh, is like, Because with big wheels, you can just like get pretty good, decent ones at like Sport Mart, can't you? Oh, I guess I actually went to Value Village and I saw I got rollerblade some rollerblade black seventy-two millimeter eighty-four eight wheels for four bucks for eight. Whoa. Four bucks. Yeah, value brand new, never used. What kind of in a Ziploc bag? Just some rollerblade ones. I don't know. They're like black rollerblade, seventy-two mil. Nice. I was like, oh wow, like four dollars. I was like, I don't even care if I'd ever use these or not. Like four (laughs) dollars for these? That like shit, man. You're at least paying eighty for that. Yeah. And like, it's like the Street Invaders. Like, it's a Street Invader wheel, basically. I think it's like literally that. Just with the rollerblade name on it, I'm sure. <laughs> like, whatever, right? Same durometer, same everything. Man. Four bucks. Imagine we were, we were talking about this yesterday, like, because um, we were talking about, like, like smaller wheels and, and the people that do amazing shit on them. And it's like, yeah, yeah. it's because it's that. Like, think about Haffy and think about the ma- the amplitude that he skates with like huge gaps he skates so anti-rocker. fast and he's an anti-rocker yeah. <laughs> with like like 58 mil wheels you know like pretty small yeah. wheels imagine the next generation like a kid that's at the top of the chain like the the next generation of Haffy like the kid who goes really big huge like the big airs, wheel version of him on like yeah. 90 mil wheels how yeah. how fucking fast and how big this this guy will go like they basically imagine a halfy <laughs> that's com- totally used to like 90s he's been skating yeah. 90s for like 25 years 
He's got <laughs> tattoos on his arm. He's all suntanned. He's he's eating a clean diet, and he just skates so fucking fast. Tattooed, but eating a clean diet. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like straight edge. He's got a yeah. straight edge tattoo on his chest. It's, usually, that's what it you know, like that's what it is. You see someone back in the day, you'd see someone with a neck tattoo. You'd cross the street. Now you see him, you're wondering what coffee shop they're going to and exactly. what kind of vegan sandwich they ate this morning. <laughs> exactly. It's such can, a weird thing. You can be a badass and still take care of yourself, Dale. Oh, I know. But the thing is, is they aren't badasses anymore. Remember that? They used to be like crazy. Like dudes with tattoos? Yeah, back in the day, that was like taboo shit. If you had tattoos, you were were a badass. Yeah, like you were either... it's not a sure sign. No, you were either in jail. What's that? You were were either in jail, in the army, or you were just like a fucking... You were just in trouble all the time. Or like, Like, you know, like you were into shit. You were high as fuck all the well, time. Well, no, like, on but heroin. maybe just like, yeah, maybe heroin, yeah. Like, maybe robbing drugs. People. Now, like you, now it's like you're a college student. Yeah, you're you a might professor. have a couple beers on the weekend, and you're like completely <laughs> tatted up. It doesn't mean shit anymore, really. Well, hey, they were the outcasts. That's what big wheels are right now, too. So, That's like, true. you guys are the tattoo in the back in the day, right now for rollerblading. You're yeah. the tattoos. One word, Dale. Legit. <laughs> That's right. You guys should uh, start a gang. Call it Blader Gang. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait, damn. <laughs> I think that name's taken. You can't use that. We should, we, should, we should fucking start a gang called Blader Gang and, and take over the name Blader Gang. Call it, but just uh, spell it differently. Like the E could be a three instead of an E. No, no, no. Just the same. And then the we'll same? Have, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll have a street fight with uh, Eric Rodriguez. And <laughs> Over whose names? Yeah. It's like, we're the Blader Gang now, motherfuckers. That's right. And what you know what? To be did honest, you say, motherfucker? You, you and, like, you're a big guy. Joey's tall. Joey's fucking tall. Those, those California, th- they're going to be all thugged out like, oh, we're going to go to Canada, fuck up these motherfuckers. Yeah. They're going to ring on our doorbell, and then we're going to answer, answer the donor. Well, and you we'll just do be this. looking down at these tiny exactly. little midget thugs. They'll have to have their, their rollerblades on to be even close to your height. Yeah. Still but then you guys tiny. will become best friends, and then you guys will unite the two blader gangs. Oh, and then it'll be... Dale, you're giving ultimate. away the movie right now. <laughs> should we be writing this down or what? We should. This would be a pretty epic movie. This could be a VOD. <laughs> this could be. It'd be like uh, Day of the Rope. Wasn't that the movie? Was that what it was called? Yeah. The bla- What were they called? The Roller Boys? Prayer of and the then, Roller Boys. Yeah. And then remember remember the, the remember that old company, G13? It was a rollerblade company? <laughs> yeah. That The biker gang? That's where that name came from. The biker gang is called G13 in that movie. Really? Yeah. I, like, I, I remember watching that movie, and it was like, that's G13. That's where they got – they must have got that name from that. There's no way that's a, like, that's a pretty big coincidence, you know, if no, they didn't. straight rip. Yeah. Sick. No, that's not a ripoff. That's legit right that, there. It's a rip. Hey, the best artist steal, man. That's right. Artist theft, great artist, yeah. great theft. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't invent numbers. G thirteen didn't invent letters. 
G13 is, it's not, there's no law about me not, I can call G13 whenever I want. There's no that patent means. or whatever it is. That's Trademark. True. Let's start a, a company, G13. G13, Blader Gang, Roller Boys. I like it. <laughs> and we'll sit around drinking coffee and Skyping. <laughs> Getting tattoos. Getting tattoos. I, I'm just going to get the, the rub-on tattoos, though. If that's okay. Smart move, because you might have a, yeah. like a job interview or something. Yeah, that's right. Or if I just want to get rid of it one day, I want to get out of the gang. Yeah, you might change your mind. I'll just wash okay. it off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want you guys have to like black it out like they do on, what's that, biker gang show? Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> yeah. They black it out. That would hurt, man. I'd rather you just rub it off with some alcohol or something. But that looks pretty badass. I've actually like thought the- about... Fake like, tattoos? Like not getting a tattoo, <laughs> but just getting my entire body just covered in black. Hmm. You would look pretty silly. I would look scary. I don't think silly's the word. I don't I think I don't know scary. If, I don't know if scary's necessarily the word either though. <laughs> it's like more like that guy is weird. <laughs> like what is why would this person do this? Like you don't scare me. I just think that I you're think, weird. I think I would scare a lot of people. You would scare like old ladies, especially when I, ex- I, I, I never wore a shirt. Yeah, I just I was a I was black and not African American like black. Yeah, like that that like almost navy blue black that tattoo <laughs> look you know, <laughs> like that royal navy whatever that navy is super dark navy. It's pretty much that kind of looks like. And I think I would retire from talking. I wouldn't talk ever like when people like came up to me like, hey, this is, these are crazy tattoos, bro. I would just stare at them. Wait, 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 wait. There's no plural. It would be, that's a crazy tattoo. Yeah. Because there wouldn't be more than one. It's just black all over yeah. your body. So that's one entire tattoo. One, and, and people probably wouldn't even look at it as a tattoo. They would look at it as like a skin condition. Yeah, you could you could pass that off. That's probably what I would think. I wouldn't be scared. He'd be like, I really feel for that guy. He must have some kind of weird skin condition. Should I go give him money maybe? I'll buy him a coffee and I won't offer it black. Yeah, I might just get a lot of shit bought for me if I do this. Yeah. Like you might be thinking you're going to scare people, but people just will have sympathy for you because everyone's trying to help someone these days, right? Because yeah. there's, there's got to be fight. You got to fight for something these days. It's true. There's no war. There's no war to have. But I still think I still <laughs> think people would fear me. I would. I'd be your friend. Yeah, because you knew me before. Like you knew like the normal Todd. You know I'm still just Todd. I'm just fucking <laughs> yeah, around. Todd, your normal is weird. <laughs> Everyone's weird. That's We're true. We're all yeah. really weird. What is normal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not normal because you want to know why we rollerblade and we're 30 that's, <laughs> that's not a common thing that's kind of weird that is weird it's not a common thing at all but like i don't know about you but i am like obsessed with rollerblading i don't like, know if I'm, I'm thinking I'm, about rollerblading probably 95 percent right of the time really yeah and you have a kid and a wife. So how do you figure, how does 5% goes to your family? 5%, yeah. I'm usually not present <laughs> in the moment. 
Oh, okay. It's a problem. I'm constantly daydreaming. <laughs> I don't know if I'm obsessed with it like that, but I'm. De- it's definitely a huge part of my life. You know what I mean? It'll never be gone from me. I actually, I, I used to work with this old. He's like he skate. He skateboarded when in like the '80s, so it was like similar to what rollerblading was. Like everyone hated them. Right, so he's kind of similar. Like we got along really well, and similar humor, everything, and the views of things. And when we we were coming back from work, driving somewhere from work, we did a job, and we were just looking at something. And you know how you always like you just can pick a skate spot anywhere. You always look at everything, and you're seeing like that's a skate spot. That's a skate spot. Oh, imagine you could do this. And all of a sudden, both of us at the same time like looked at this spot, and we're like whoa that'd be really sick and he's much older than i am and yeah. and i was like whoa like you think that way too he's like yeah like skateboarding ruined me like every city i go to anywhere and like he hasn't skateboarded in forever like he's like every time i look at anything i think of a skate spot and i don't <laughs> even skateboard i haven't skateboarded in 10 years you know like and he's so like you you always look at the world that way it's a really weird thing to think about that. Your view has changed of the world because you skateboard or rollerblade or whatever. It's true. Yeah. Like I do everything. Everywhere I go, I think of like, oh, you could grind that or you could roll up this and do this. Or imagine if there was cement there, you could hit that and stuff. Like it's, it's everyone does it. It makes it, yeah, it makes it really interesting because everything is a toy. Every, yeah, yeah. Every, it's a playground. It's all a playground. It's all yeah. potential. Yeah. You know, which it's it's so interesting going to new places just for that reason just looking around in in that mind frame yeah like, oh this is a big playground there's got to be some shit around here yeah and like even when you're not skating like even when we're 80 years old you know and barely able to rollerblade we'll just be kind of doing it whatever like rolling around i guess casually and you'll still be thinking about skate spots it's true you know like you'll always look at everything like a skate spot i remember like, i remember mason does harley give you shit that like for shit for that when you're like look at that is she like oh my god just stop it yeah. <laughs> or like like come on really <laughs> you know it's like just laugh at you not giving you shit but like just like kind of teases you about it <laughs> um she used to like ask me what what i was thinking about and she just stopped <laughs> because like i think she just gets annoyed that I'm just like always thinking about childish point rollerblade stuff. I remember I remember Mason telling me that he was his brother was like telling him something like really important and and he like he stopped paying attention to him and he started fixating on on like the bridge of his nose and and he's and he and he just said like wow the shape of your nose would be so fun to skate <laughs> once you said that i was like looking at your nose and thinking wow you could skate your nose yeah <laughs> like, before i even said it i instantly knew i'm like why'd you tell me that now i'm gonna look at everyone's nose like this <laughs> just tainted noses for me no would be like if we ever build a, a blade skate park we have to build like a big nose it would be pretty fun to skate. It would be fun because then the, the nostrils could be like those like half like sideways bowls, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that could be the nostrils, like a kind of a half, like a full pipe sort of the end of yeah. it. And then like, yeah, then just like a big spine. <laughs> big launch, launch yeah. over the nose. 
Yeah. How how tall would it be though? It has to be pretty tall if the nostrils were. It would be have to gonna, be pretty big. Yeah. yeah. The nostrils were like those bulls or whatever they are. Like I don't even know what those are called. They're like the end of like it's like the end of a corner quarter pipe, but it's complete. It's like a big circle, like cap cut right. tennis ball. It's Does like that a, make sense? Like a full pipe, but like a half it's like, half. It's like a quarter pipe that's full. Yeah, it's yeah. like a half a sphere. Yeah. What is it? What is that what called? Is that called? Heard, yeah, I don't know. Never even thought about that. I've never there, heard a, a name definitely for a it. Term. Yeah, there's definitely a term for it. There has to be. Half sphere. You... Half sphere. Half ball. Half ball. <laughs> I don't know. In inside the testicle. Maybe. Testicles aren't round though. They're more like oval. Yeah. Like, an... like little eggs. Yeah, little tiny eggs. We have eggs in a sack. Yeah. <laughs> this got weird quick. <laughs> got very weird. This this was awesome, dude. Thanks a lot yeah. for hanging out. Yeah, no problem, man. Well, it's, been a while. Of... it's been a while since we've... Uh... Talked? Was the last time we talked at uh, Dallas's wedding? Like in person? Oh. Or did we see each other in oh. Vancouver more recently yeah maybe man when yeah when would this have been it's been a while it's been a long time because i i haven't even i don't even think i've seen you since you had aubrey yeah it's been a couple so, years i've never met her yeah she's pretty darn cute man so i like your photos a lot because they're they're hilarious <laughs> like really ridiculous situations with her or like blowing a snot bubble or something. <laughs> this, really funny. this super cute little girl blowing a snot bubble. The, and the poor girl's photos, gonna. Those photos are my revenge for when she's being a little shit. Yeah, I was gonna I'm say like, like I'm just this... gonna post something really embarrassing of you. Yeah, because by then Facebook head. and stuff, like <laughs> she's gonna be a teenager and all of her. She's gonna have this one guy that really likes her, and then you're like, hey, Aubrey. Check this, out. this guy you like remember this picture did you ever show him this one and she's just gonna be like oh my god dad yeah. you know and you're gonna be like ah. i'm just, just that guy yeah. yeah keep all the guys wait. away from her yeah <laughs> <laughs> i would think that was amazing if you did that like if i've like met a girl like that like you know if i was in that situation and the dad did that i would be like whoa that guy's awesome <laughs> like i mean probably make me like her more you know what i mean yeah i would just think that's so good to have like someone growing up with people like that it's like makes you not so serious about shit or something but it's true you'll be able to take a joke it's yeah it's really important to get razzed yeah it is it really it's, is it's really important to learn how to get razzed and Next. learn not to take it seriously yeah, because some people turn into killer, killer like serial killers and shit. Well, <laughs> even worse, some people turn into people who get bullied. It's yeah. almost like, and that's that sucks. It's almost yeah. like the people who suck at getting razzed get razzed worse because they you get a reaction out of them, right? Yeah, they always say like if you're getting bugged, don't give them, don't get all flustered. And it's true. Because then it makes you more fun to bug. You yeah. Think about like skating. You always bug the guy that like gets all serious about it. Cause <laughs> yeah. it's so I get funny. fucked all the time because I get pissed off. Yeah. You're like that guy. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not like like in that way, but like 
I'll like I, I will like get upset like if someone says something just like dude shut the fuck up you know like I'll get mad and then they'll keep bugging me and then like I, later on I'm always laughing about it later so I'm not like getting bullied necessary I know because I do it too I razz as well right but like and I, I deserve I probably deserve it more than anybody you know what I mean like because I just do it constantly but yeah there's some people that just like they take it they don't realize that it's just it's not serious so then they take it serious and then it gets personal, and when things get personal, that's when shit hits the fan. Yeah, it's it's no so, longer a game. It's no longer a game. Shit yeah. gets real. It does get real, <laughs> and it gets scary. Yep, this is the real world. Have you ever been in a fight, Todd? No, uh, no, no, not like never. A, have you, have you ever got actual fight? Have you ever like gotten punched in the face? Yeah, I, I got beat up in high school. Did you? But it wasn't a fight because I didn't fight back. Oh, okay. Like, what happened? What was the story? Um, I think a kid purple nurpled me. Oh, he was my like God. an older kid. Yeah. And then I purple nurpled him back. <laughs> and then he just started feeding me shots. <laughs> and I was just so stunned. Like, yeah. I, I didn't even fight back. I was like, what is happening right now like, yeah i'm getting punched in the face like so like and what's funny is it's good that you didn't because think about what the fight was over <laughs> purple nurples yeah <laughs> it's like the stupidest thing to ever fight over but like when is it ever like a good reason to be in a fight like yeah maybe someone hit your kid or something but yeah. usually it's over some stupid shit you know yeah go to the bar and you talk to a girl it's <laughs> It's funny because I I almost I kind of wish that I had been in more fights just for the experience, but it's never smart to get in a fight. Like it's no. always stupid and it's always really risky. Like bad shit happens from fighting. Oh, yeah. Nothing good comes from it. Like even if you don't get hurt, you could you could hurt a person or kill them even. You could kill a person. Yeah, you could you go to jail. Someone. Especially when you got guns like this. Like That's true. You have I'm big guns. Plan. If I if I threw like if I threw a punch, I'd kill someone. So I, could, I keep these you fists punch their in my head pocket, off, Dale. You'd literally punch their head off. I, <laughs> their head might go flying. They might, yeah, they would go flying. Like, people think we're joking, but, like, they haven't seen <laughs> me with my shirt off. Like, there's some serious strength. Plus, you're from Canada, and yeah. we're all known to fight. Yeah. Even though you didn't fight back, you still were in a fight. So exactly. you're experienced. You have experience. Oh, it ain't no Fighting thing. Experience. Yeah. yeah. You were you were probably laughing the whole time. Why why you hit me over a purple nipple? <laughs> <laughs> you did it to me first. It was just that's like, how you... it was just kind of awkward. Yeah, I remember like whoa, this is weird. That's a, that's so weird because he did it to you first, and it's like okay, well then I'm gonna do it too. Then he just starts punching you like yeah. We were just it was we just, just a purple each nipple, man. nipples, and then yeah. you're punching me in the face. This is so confusing. <laughs> It is, yeah. It's an Odd. emotional roller coaster that guy must live on. <laughs> yeah. You know, like just he must have some temper behind the purple nurples. He just doesn't like getting them. He can dish it out, but he couldn't take it, I guess. Exactly. Eh? Yeah. yeah. I would have been so blown away if that happened too. I'd have been like, I wouldn't even have known what to do. Like, really? This is happening right now? Yeah, like there Wait, wasn't. I, that was the thing. There wasn't build up to it. Like, there was. I, I wasn't prepared for it. Was he your friend? Um, or was it just like a kind of an acquaintance or you sort of an acquaintance like an yeah. older kind of bullyish kind of kid oh yeah 
kind of just the type of kid who's like looking for trouble. Um, Did he have tattoos? He didn't have tattoos. <laughs> but he had like the little man syndrome, I think. He wasn't. Oh, like, yeah. He was my size, but he was older, so he was small. He was like, uh, he was small for his age. Yeah. So he so was kind anyone... of like trying to be a tough guy and show off. Yeah. and Never going to get put down by a young kid. You can't purple nurple me. Yeah. I purple nurple you. That's I think that's what it was. Like he was like threatened like what the fuck? He purple nurple me back? Beat imagine shit imagine out being kid. Imagine being like gangster about that. <laughs> Yo, you just purple nurple me, dog? <laughs> you know, like purple nurple. Like it's purple a purple nurple. nurple. And he like started punching a person in the face over this. Like Yo, motherfucker, purple nerfled me, man. What could I do? What could I do? I couldn't. I couldn't let that shit slide. Just that word, purple nerfle, is really. Funny I know. Cause, it's like because it's not even a nerfle. It's a nipple. But yeah. But nerfle makes it rhyme with purple. You're yeah. just changing the word to make it rhyme with what you. You're just bastardizing the English language. Yeah. Kind of bullshit. <laughs> that's maybe that's why he got so angry and beat you up. Because he realized when you purple nurpled him, how bad that name is infuriated him to the point where he took it out on you. He was like standing up for the English language. Yeah, maybe you should apologize to him. Probably. And I remember afterwards, like, there wasn't even really, like, people around. Like, we were in the hall, and uh, this little incident happened, and then he, (laughs) he beat the shit out of me, but then, like... He, uh, we he stopped at some point, and then <laughs> well, we were both so. like we were both walking the same direction, and I remember we just like <laughs> walked together after after this happened. Shook hands. We didn't shake hands, but like <laughs> I think we might have made some conversation afterwards, yeah. just about some random stuff. It was yeah, it was all so weird. You and said, I remember he oh, that was weird. Like another. <laughs> Like, another guy walked, like, the opposite direction as we were, and he was like, yo, I just beat the shit out of this guy. That's what he and said I to like, you? I, I just, like, or to the guy? Like, hey, what up? <laughs> Are you yeah, serious? Just, yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey. Are you I lying? Fu- I just fucked this guy up. What? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, now- it's true. He did. <laughs> that would be really weird, man. I wouldn't even know what to say in that whole situation. <laughs> That would have been so weird. Should have patted him on the ass or something. Yeah, you did good. <laughs> Let me see the nipples. Yeah. I bruised his nipple pretty good on that purple nurple, though. You should see it. It was good. It was I got good. him good. Yeah. Lift up your shirt, bro. See yeah. Purples. Yeah. <laughs> Fights over purple nurples. <laughs> That's like someone beating you up because you ride big wheels. Almost. <laughs> or not being friends with them. It's almost as silly. Dog, that that dude, no, that dude rides 90s. Stay away from that dude. He's He's weird. He's He's weird. He goes way too fast. We can't stick. Even if you wanted to be friends with him, you couldn't keep up. So (laughs) what's the point? Stay back with the cool kids. (laughs) We go slow. We roll slow, homie. (laughs) Yo, it's not about being out here. It's about, yo, we back here. We, we in the back, son. We just like we just like to follow, I guess. Just chill. Oh, now I feel bad because I actually don't even really ride big wheels. 
I'm, I'm putting down my people. Yeah, I'm just. I'm an anti. I'm like an anti rocker, man. You, what are you saying? Heel. Next time I see you, better not purple nurple me. I won't. <laughs> well, that's that's about it. We've been talking okay. for like two straight hours. Holy shit! Well, that's easy for me. I talk a lot. Yeah, this was fun. I knew it'd be. Yeah, fun. it was fun, man. Thanks for having me on. You bet, man. Thanks for coming on. Good. I was yeah, like, no I was like, thinking today. I was like, oh, I should like think about some stuff to talk about write some notes and i was like oh it's it's dale we'll just like yeah, we'll just talk this. it's easy yeah it, it just got to talk about blading it's not hard to talk about we've been easy. doing it for so long yeah yeah and let's uh let's let's see each other this uh this summer yeah let's try to i should be in vancouver if you're around maybe i'll stop through Kamloops on the way yeah if you ever if you ever want to stop through for come meet your offspring or something yeah this human you created for sure she came right out of my balls i well no she came okay yeah we'll, we'll give you this done and done <laughs> okay see you homie okay see you dale later dude peace good night man <laughs> peace